0: Previously on Martini John.
1: The violence in audition, it is affecting to me because of its claustrophobia. It is happening and there's no way out of it. Like okay. that's the, that's I, the, I, now out.
2: here's the thing. I am extremely claustrophobic and mm-hmm. a little touch neurotic. And the thing is, you're not using that in the opening, by the way. And so, uh, <laughs> Cut to the opening. don't Marker? mark you fucking douche. <laughs> Home shopping. Nicole, how do you like the blender? So the four-speed Honeywell blender. I put chestnuts in that thing, and it was just like, I, it
1: was just made chestnut. I do the amazing. same thing, so and good. we
2: are so glad you like it. We're going to yeah. send you a you little You can gift make hummus with this thing in, in seven minutes. No, I do have You're to say right. it
1: did uh, blow out the fuse in the fuse box, but I had to replace that. A
2: blade shot out and yeah. killed my dog. Oh, that's what happened to your dog. It happens, yeah. Are you going to pick that up? Well, you know, I, I love Honeywell. I love yeah. their brand. What you so, you know, well, got another dog?
0: Welcome back, Martini Giant fans. This is episode number 25, which is Dead Man's Shoes from 2004, directed by Shane Meadows and starring Patty Considine. It is a movie that was brought to us by a friend of mine, Neil Huxley, a great director and a really cool guy. And actually, if you guys want to know more about Neil, he, he truly has an incredible backstory. Go check out my other podcast, CG Garage, episode 244. I speak, I speak extensively with Neil and we talk about you know where he comes from and all the things he's done. He's a really cool guy. and He brought an amazing movie. What is incredible about this movie, and if those of you who listen to the podcast, you know how hard this must be, is a movie that neither Eric, Dan, or I have ever seen. Uh, so that is actually a big deal. And uh, it was really cool that Neil, not only did he bring it in, not only is it a movie you never saw, but it was an also a movie that we all really, really were fascinated by and loved. Uh, it is a gruesome movie and it is a hard, hard to watch, but it really affects you and it's a really incredible, in a really incredible way. So really liked it. Thank you so much, Neil, for bringing this to us. Uh, It's really cool. I should also note that this podcast is coming out in our between weeks. What I mean by that is we usually put out podcasts every two weeks. But I'm getting a little bit of a backlog, and I wanted to sort of release the valve a little bit and get a few more episodes out there. So this is coming out on an off Wednesday, so I'll probably have another podcast coming out next week again. Uh, But I'm just, yeah, trying to get a few extra podcasts out there so we we can keep going. I want to remind everyone... To follow us on our social media channels. Twitter is actually probably one of the places where we're the most active. Uh, that's mainly where Dan is the most active. So go check us out on Twitter. We are at Martini Giant on Twitter. We are also on Instagram. Although we are not very active on Instagram, I am going to try very hard to change that. Uh, but uh, Instagram is martini underscore giant. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash martini giant. And, of course, if you'd like to email, email us, it's podcast at martinigiant.com. So please uh, feel free to communicate with us any way you want to. Uh, and I also want to let you guys know to go to martinigiant.com because there is a gallery section there, which you should totally check out, which is hilarious, and that's all the images that uh, uh, Eric Scheele has done of putting us into the different movies that we talk about. Uh, lastly, sorry, there is one more thing. Uh, go to Apple Podcast, uh, rate us there, please give us a rating, please give us a review, those things are important for us to get more visibility out there on the podcast world, uh, but I really appreciate you guys doing that, alright with that, please enjoy Dead Man's Shoes, episode number 25 at the end of the show, you
2: might be like, you know what the English are, are pretty good people. Yeah, <laughs> finally, we've convinced you. Finally, finally. I'm yeah. not throwing That's you true. under the bus. I'm just yeah. saying. All right. Oh, wait, were you recording yet? Are we have, oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask something, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> we,
1: we are recording. There we are. Okay. Yay. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Martini Giants.
0: <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. K uh, Yeah. Um, uh, we have a guest tonight. We do have a guest. Introduce the guest. Our guest, very are special right? guest, mm-hmm. Neil Huxley. Who uh, who was on uh, my other podcast, CG Garage, and he and I spent a week together in Malta, not alone. Romantic. <laughs> hey, it's Malta, it's not, was, not romantic. I don't wanna know. Yeah. But I it, was me. Like that. it was uh, it was uh it was an amazing time. Those in Malta. are pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out they are. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, yeah, we had an amazing time in Malta. Uh, we went to THU together and we were just hung out and we became really really close and and got to really connect and then he I convinced him to come on to Martini Giant but we had to find the right movie for him mm. right the right film Yep. and so he had like a week to think about it and then that, like a, a couple days and then he's like I got the film for. It. I, I know what I want to do
1: I had never am I coming through do I, I don't hear me
0: anymore. you are coming
1: through yeah? you okay. are coming through can you hear okay. me yeah. now yeah. Okay. yes I had never heard of this movie at all Really? Never. never, never. I had
3: never heard of nope. it either. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I never heard of it. Kn- it's I, great.
1: I knew the uh, the the main fella, uh, uh, Con- Cons- Paddy Con- Con- Considine. Mm-hmm. Paddy Considine. Yeah, I recognized him. Mm. Right. Uh, and he uh, also wrote it. Co-wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: The guy with the dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: He was and, good. Yeah, he's really good. It's really, really good. And uh, the name of the movie is Dead Man's Shoes. Dead Man's Shoes. He kind
2: of had a little young uh, David Hasselhoff to him, like the chin. <laughs> Can't do better than that. Do you know what I mean? Like the super young David Hasselhoff had that kind of cut. This is it true. Like it's true. Jawline. The chest. That, uh, that, yeah, yeah, just That's the right. way he was cut. You know, the, the, my style. The, the manly chest. That's right. The, no, the right jawline looked like, on profile, like a young Hasselhoff. The Hoff. Distin- or a Pierce bronze Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah. Brosnan. That kind of look. Yeah. Uh he was cool looking dude um considering the the neighborhood and you know and what he did. It was right. like, wow, this guy's got a cool vibe, vibe. to him. It was almost yeah. like he looked like Paul Simon of the Clash oh, kind yeah. of vibe, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what nice. I mean? Like like he's cool. Yeah. He's got a good good
1: But yeah, so I mean like I I didn't I didn't know one thing about this picture. It's i was great. really excited to take a look at. It. And we
3: I love sick- that. I can't wait to hear yeah, no, it's. Uh, By the it's way, really I got
2: to say, there was some, and I'm going to, I know we're getting a little bit ahead. We'll talk about it mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: That's <clears> <throat> your style, though. You go into the middle of the movie, go back to the beginning, no, forward, No, 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 no. What are your thing. thoughts in the middle of the movie?
2: <laughs> what I was going to say is, I love Get Carter, and it's very oh, good. Oh, fuck Carter. yeah, Get yeah. Carter. Yes. Yeah. But the weird. other thing about this, and I want to tell you, I was watching this film. I it's like, it's all glass. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> like two pistols in the sand. Oh, hey, back so, here.
1: Mm, so good.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Um but for me some of the cutting I in, when I was watching it and they were like in um their interior mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there was this bowl and then olive garden thing and I was like I don't know if I would have put cut an Olive Garden commercial <laughs> in the center and, yeah. of this very grim and then grim again <laughs> it happened there was like I said Lack 3 there was an insurance yeah. thing with a truck and yeah. then and it was a state farm yeah. and I was like that to a me a strange choice for this yeah film. I just it's wouldn't true. cut that in Eric I think watched this
1: in. on YouTube and it was uh, free uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> ads, oh ads, 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 is that what it was okay because I was like I wouldn't b- made those editorial <laughs> yeah, choices yeah, it's, uh, yeah no
1: you watch it again it's an entirely different it, movie I got it I actually watched it on Tubi
2: yeah. yeah, that's what I did, and I got – I guess it's the ads, but the Olive Garden, because yeah. it was all-you-can-eat fettuccine. I was like, wait a minute.
1: Would these, <laughs> the these guys
0: do that?
2: It's a, it's,
1: it's a new, model. <laughs> <laughs> new model of film distribution.
0: Salad and breadsticks, yeah, unlimited.
1: Sales yeah. films. If they, could, if they could do that, I think if, like, if you really just pushed uh, that sort of uh, – advertising within a film to that level where you just do a commercial inside the film. I think that'd be pretty That's great. actually
0: what's happening to podcasting now.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So what's happening? So happen- people just start talking about, say, like no, no, coffee. No, it's, no. It's more
0: it's – more, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which I'm so drinking right now and they, is delicious. They, they will, it's delicious. They, they, they know based on ah. – like Spotify is actually doing that because they know your taste based on your music taste and all oh, the right other right stuff. Right. So they're inserting ads in the middle of podcasts specifically targeted towards you.
1: Oh, my God. That's uh, – it's great but also frightening and depressing like it's well, a little bit weird I
0: have a mixed feelings about targeted advertising if I feel like it's an invasion of my privacy but at the same time if I'm going to see ads I'd run it to be something that I want yeah, to exactly. see <laughs> it's a really I, I don't know invasion if, of my privacy it's really, by the uh, way nice can maybe my playback is weird what? Or is
2: my we're getting some audio
1: problems Yeah. No, your here.
0: mic needs to be a little lower
2: this sounds a little muted mm-hmm. on my part. It sounds muted on my part, too. Yeah.
1: Let's you, check
0: the flange setting, Chris. Okay. The flange setting.
2: flange that by 20%. <laughs> <Could> you, <laughs> I just just 15 if you don't mind. Your I'm audios to step are on your all tongue. coming in perfectly.
1: <laughs> okay. We're just self-conscious. We're just very self-conscious. I was thinking,
2: and maybe they've already done it, but there will be a point where if everybody's phone is the data and you're tracking, you know. If a group of people pull up to an intersection, billboards would reflect the aggregate of what everybody's oh, likes sure. are, yeah. That goes, Do you know what I mean? So all same. of a sudden, if a whole bunch of people who love Target or something or vote this way, those ads would reflect that. And what if a the bunch of dis-
0: people and some white supremacy ads come? out? Yeah, up? then you, like, well, if you're in the if wrong. If you're at the <laughs> intersection, yes, Chris, <laughs> the wrong yes, wrong lane. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know what's going to happen
1: is like, like they will be able to tell. Like uh, your phone's going to act like basically like a Fitbit as well. It's going to be able to sense your heart rate and yeah. all that stuff. will be going through the phone. Yeah. And so they'll even be able to tell when you're lying about liking or not liking things. It's right. Like- yeah, You're going to be like, no, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I don't <laughs> like <laughs> fettuccine. <laughs> exactly. I hate that stuff. My God. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the phone's like, I got your number, buddy. Literally both both your number and your actual number. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Uh, yeah, no, that, I,
1: I'm I'm terrified uh, of this incredibly comfortable future where everything is provided for me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a strange. You don't strange have thing. to get up for anything. Yeah, I mean I don't. We don't anyways, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't to start with. I I
3: really
2: like this film. That's yes. I yeah. absolutely love. Um, Though it does remind me, I've spent time in England, and it, I sometimes get depressed in the countryside. So it did bring back some, like, oh. I spent time in Skye and Inverness, too, in Scotland. That will get you depressed, but by myself.
3: Beautiful part of the
2: world. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but I was by yeah. myself, but I was ready to, like, jump off a cliff. Did you but, also
1: stalk people in uh, small towns? And, no, uh, and, but and a quick a side story.
2: <laughs> I remember pulling up in the Skye. This was when I used to travel by myself, like, 30-something years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember staying at a bed and breakfast, kind of like local hero kind of thing. Oh, love it! Oh. love it! And yeah. there was a wife and a, a woman with her daughter, and they had distinct red hair. And they were there, and it's like five days every breakfast. You know, I would they would give me their toast because they didn't want to eat all of it. And <laughs> and then like three years later, I was at an airport in United States, in Newark, and I'm grabbing. I turned to my left, and they were there. They're like, "Oh my god." You're the guy. I was like, woo, woo. it was the weirdest thing, and I always think of that. I was like, did they have a big bag of toast? I with was going to say, that. <laughs> exactly. we've been saving it. It's I the do. toast world, man. Been traveling the world. That's, to I think the, the, the thing about uh, what I love about Ket Carter was not only what he would do to as revenge to 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 seek revenge over that over right. his brother's death, but over sick people. Just but at the same time, you do have kind of a. And I'm not sympathizing with them, but it, with Get Carter, you knew that it was such a um, economically depressed area mm. that some of these things that they do, you're kind of like, well, you know, if I was living like that, I would be gambling and, and hooking up with hookers right. that look like that. But so you kind of sympathize back and forth. And this film hit it for me. Yeah. I don't think um, the musical choices for me. You know, uh, Bud, a guy named something, Bud mm-hmm. William Bud did the music for uh, Get Carter. The soundtrack is great, yeah. um, and the title sequence is amazing for Get Carter. All this movie, I actually think it's a better movie in many ways because some of the music and stuff is a little bit comic booky stylized mm-hmm. in Get Carter. But well, Get Carter is
1: definitely like a crime film. Yeah, like that's what the, but there's it's a it's tone still
2: the a revenge. Crime. Yeah, and it, they make uh, it do movie. do do do. But right. this was, and then the ending was amazing.
3: Well, yeah. you got Warp Films catalogue. That's because it, it was a Warp Films film, mm-hmm. so it's got you've got their entire music back catalogue at for their a, disposal. For Dead <laughs> shoes? Yeah, which is you've, if you look at the soundtrack, it's all Warp artists on there. Right. So you've got Aphex you know, Twin, was a, was a, yeah. uh, Clay Hill, you know, all of those it's cats. Great. So but it, music fit it and it does. didn't pull you out. No, 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 no. I, Whereas the Get
2: Carter is great, but on its own it can stand like yeah. doom, 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 doom. And that's its own thing. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's a little, But it's this a little integrated yeah. better and right. the ending was like yeah, much better than the yeah. Get Carter when the uh, – the right. whole thing. Right. I mean, it was really beautiful. Well, yeah. So you, you bring levels. a great,
1: like, Greg Kit Carter is a great way to start with this because, like, it is the same sort of story, right? It's the same kind of story. And you're going um, back
2: to an old town, and you right. you where you, you know, the past, and everyone in the past is like, oh, it's you. Right. You escaped somehow. So, you know, well, the, let's,
0: let's 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 do a synopsis. let's yeah, we need a synopsis. It's uh, the end this of the is what podcast? we do. We always do the synopsis first. We, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: let's
1: get <laughs> to
0: it. Am I allowed to talk? Who wants
2: it? to take
1: the synopsis? You can take it. Oh, I don't want to do it. You do it this time. Me? Yeah. yeah, you're better.
0: No, why am I better? I'm
4: you're just well, kidding. Mean, just in general, just he's talking as a that. human.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said I hate English people. <laughs> I, I, no. We'll resolve that by the end of the yeah. yeah, we'll resolve that. Uh, all right. So it starts off. Who's this? Uh, this? Is this mine? That's mine. Do you Go want one? It. I haven't got
1: it was, we we stocked up there. Oh my God, it's got, a whole, Look, we got Luckalome coming
0: out the
2: wazoo. We want to thank uh, Richard Luckalome for providing all Old this stuff for us. Dickie Dicky Luckalome, Dicky is so nice, Dick. man,
1: so fantastic. of yeah, like gold, huh? It's true. It's true. This, uh, man, I'm I'm trying to come. To, I'm still coming to peace with the fact that they're not contacting us. But I insist on mentioning their
0: names. So we should tell Neil <laughs> the story. We drink like a coffee, even though it is, we we also drink alcohol. I feel, like, I, I feel like a jilted lover. Like we, I, we, drink, we praise this every, every, every week podcast. We praise <laughs> this, this. I don't coffee. reach
1: for
2: the podcast mic. Until I got La colombe. <laughs> fist around the La Colombe,
0: <laughs> And we've been trying to see if they were sponsored the, to the podcast. La Cologne, uh,
1: man. But, that but, foamy, uh,
2: nitrous-infused milk.
0: And Eric found a La Cologne <laughs> store in Beverly, Beverly Hills. By
2: my pharmacy, uh, Mickey Fine. Yeah. Oh, brother. Great oh. pharmacy, man. <laughs> <laughs> they'll bury bodies of prostitutes for you. It's like, I'm in the back. They, they, which the it's trunk. so great that they, they, they have them? that on the sign. That's so fantastic. They'll <laughs> do anything. You can order and they'll send your prescription. With the
1: old-timey prices, 15 Sense. Yeah, other ends really of the good. earth will send yeah. stuff that's nice, incredible. Nice
2: you, they've delivered. I've been working in facilities at like Zoic, and they're like, Yeah, guy shows up with prescriptions. I'm like,
0: get hey, a little paper bag of something he for you. Did. Yeah, it's
1: so nice. It's <laughs> the it's best. Like, there's a
2: guy from a pharmacy. Up
1: in I miss that. I miss those days. I miss those days. They, they, they used to. The have one
0: them. that cracked me up though was Daniel Buck at one point. He got in trouble at Method, uh-huh. and uh, they called him into HR and I said, uh, Daniel.
1: What did what did he do it? Method to get I mean, like
0: was he welding? So what, was, what was he doing? You cannot have eighty pounds of ammunition delivered. <laughs> Oh. Okay, that sounds to like work. Daniel Buck. To work. And he goes, well, what am I supposed to do? Just leave it on my doorstep? <laughs> that's, that's dangerous. <laughs> what you're proposing makes he no really sense. He really had ammunition delivered. Yeah, he had 80 <laughs> pounds of ammo delivered to work. What kind? Like, uh, I don't know. Whatever. He has, he has tons of guns. In a
3: high-stress really? environment. <laughs> exactly. I didn't, good.
1: <laughs> exactly. I didn't deliver 80 pounds of guns. It's fine.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do with the? I
3: can ammunition. bring those in, though, I if you <laughs> want to exactly. see them. It's coming on Thursday.
1: Not the same day. I, mean, I, I thought I had.
0: Daniel's. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh,
1: oh, Daniel Buck. Hello, Daniel Buck. No,
2: I
0: didn't know he had guns. Oh, he's, oh, he's got a lot of guns. That's I, said. Gun I didn't know he was a gun <laughs> That's pretty true. Gun oriented person. Yeah. All right. So, so well, yeah, speaking the, of guns. Yes. Uh, so, so the story uh, starts off when you see uh, two guys walking, walking down a country road in, in England, mm-hmm. uh, carrying a suitcase, mm-hmm. uh, an old bag. bag, army, bag, army bag, army bag, uh, uh, An older guy and then a younger guy trailing behind him Um, and looks like they've been walking for a long time, right? And they're like trying to get someplace. Um, They get to this town and they go to a pub, local pub, right? And they sit down and they see some guy who's obviously a two-bit – drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. is a local, local guy giving hand, you know, getting money and handing out pills to people. Right. Right. And the younger guy looks at the older guy and says, that's, that's, that's one of them. And he goes, all right. At which point he gets up and punches him. Right? Yeah. like There's a confrontation. There's a confrontation. Right. right. Confrontation. right. Yeah. Like,
1: and uh, like, uh, it looks like a big fight's going to start. Right. It sort of backs down off of that. And
3: then that guy he says, What are you looking at? Yeah, what you that's looking what he says. And then you're he, says, at you and he, at you he says, You see. Yeah. 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 And, and then
2: the pasta plate comes out. And then the exactly unlimited fettuccine.
1: And you have the bread. so many choices of bread. It's and that's fantastic. incredible. Yeah. 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 It's not <laughs> Then bad. we got back to selling drugs. <laughs> Which is also right. part of the... Well, Alucard keep going, ad. keep
0: going, because... Uh, well, so, yeah,
1: they, then the guy then... Uh, like, the guy's freaked out from this confrontation, the the guy that... Uh, the the drug dealer. The drug dealer. Right. And he goes back to his other drug-dealing buddies and right. like, wow, that was and really it, crazy. Some guy just came up and told me this thing. You know, right. He said, Fuck yeah, off. he was like, yeah. Right. Uh, he picks up some drugs, is going to go make some sort of delivery, and then as soon as he walks out of the drug dealer's place, the guy... The main character is right there again. Again. It's oh, really sorry about So that. sorry that I got up in your face like that. Right. And uh, the guy's like, well, nope, no problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then runs to a leftist. And runs away. <laughs> it's fast again because really, the guy is obviously crazy.
2: Right. Well, uh, post-traumatic is soldier. Is post-traumatic yes. So, yeah,
1: this guy is uh, – the, the guy is dressed in a um, – uh, military, uh, like, uh,
3: casual, military MA, like, cl- 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 M-A-1 jacket, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What is it called? M- M-A-1. M-A-1. Yeah, yeah, And jacket. he
1: looks, he looks, uh, he looks a bang, pretty tough. Same thing.
3: Yeah, M-A-1. Yeah.
2: Really
1: yeah. uh, and we are introduced to the people that he, uh, 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 that he's basically hunting down in the movie. Right. Is this gang of, you know, extremely low-rent criminals. Clowns. Uh, yeah, it's clowns, you know. Right. Um, who, in a small town, who, uh, yeah, in a small town, and uh, uh, we the like what they did to deserve uh, what he is going to do to them slowly gets revealed through the course of the movie over flashbacks. Right. Um, but you see him uh, walking around with uh, his brother, mm-hmm. like it turns out, right. And as the movie goes forward, no, just a sort of a uh, the the general description of the rest of the movie. And his is, brother
0: is very shy a little meek
1: yeah exactly uh, um,
0: and you can tell maybe a little slow no a spectrum like a spectrum yeah. in a right. spectrum asperger's right. spectrum right. Or something. Right. and uh oh, he's no. a
3: little bit slow on the uptake that was that was how um shane meadows described it that mm-hmm. they gave toby Kebble like two hours to prep for that audition right and right. they were expecting toby to come through the door and Shane was like, I knew I would have to dial him back. Right. I, th- I knew he'd probably come in and go over the top. Right, right, right. And I'd have to pull him back. Right. He said, but Toby came in and he said he just played it perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a, it's actually a difficult thing to nail. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you because don't
0: like, quite know that he's
3: like yeah, You sort of pick, slow, you pick it up. You pick it up as But it you goes. find it out more. You could tell by someone like that. Being in the wrong company would be taken advantage of. Absolutely, right.
1: absolutely, and like, and this kind of is like, you see a wide range of you know like performances and movies for people that have mental deficiencies and right. So like, so you have like the uh, the Rain Man style. Is that, like that going. My,
0: going my, you my you know, sister's
2: uh, one of her sons. This is you know it's oh, from right.
0: Tropic, it's Never Go like Full that. Retard. Ne- yes, this is the thing exactly. <laughs> yeah. and so Never you Go have, Full Retard. It's, it's tough. You know, have <laughs> uh,
1: you have a. Uh, uh, like you have, uh, like really intense performances, like DiCaprio in *Kill Bill: Part*. Right. Un- that un- is unbelievably mm, good. Such a
2: great film. Yeah. It's mm. one but of my favorite films with Johnny Depp. Yeah. 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 And I had uh, when I was film. growing up,
1: my uh, my my family. We were taking care of my uncle who was uh, who was retarded, and he was uh, seventy five years old. I'm I'm sorry. I know that everyone has that a negative word to say these days. I grew up the dude, and I took care of him. So I'm just going to say. I'm used to saying this. That's how I say right. it. Uh, and I loved him very much. He was a great guy. and um, uh, But we took care of him. And, uh, you know, he was very—he was fairly old uh, and had an operating level around five years old. So was been, I've been very familiar with, um, you know, caring for people like that and for interacting with people like that. And, you know, in movies you see it, like, done badly all the time. I'm not offended when it is done badly. I'm just like, well, there's subtleties that you're not going to pick up unless you spend a lot of time around someone who's in this kind of condition. And uh, this dude definitely nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really, really subtle thing that you allow the audience to pick up on. And it's a very difficult uh, performance to try to modulate it, and control. Yeah, it was very, very It impressive.
2: was the silence, the smile, and the teeth. Yeah. And that's just like, he very much looks like uh, my uh, nephew. Right. And it was just those quiet mannerisms. I'm like, oh my god, this guy. It wasn't even like he was an actor. I was like, no, but it was also you yeah. could
0: you could tell his uh, dependence. Yeah, it was his in brother, very right? subtle ways. Very like subtle. He ways. basically like he, he couldn't operate without his brother. Yeah, it's always looking right and, and sort of checking in. Like see what, what? So what, what should what should I do now? Because yeah. I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, it's re- it's really like it's a very subtle, very brilliant little performance, and it's just like and it's the kind of thing where I'm like it it's so easy for actors to go really big uh with this material and it, this movie sort of uses that expectation against you right. in a really fascinating because you don't
0: way. really start to put it all together about how you know his de- developmental level until right. probably about halfway through the movie yeah. like it really starts oh, to come shit, clear these guys are yeah. really yeah. Fucking with him. Yeah, and yeah.
1: so the um, so the story you get to know is that
0: they also do something else that they do very clearly. They 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 have a, a method of showing you know past the past and the present, right? right? So the present is very much feeling like present. In the past, black and white, black grainy, and white, grainy, you know,
1: like sixteen millimeter looking right. stuff. Mm. And um, everyone's
2: hair was dyed. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. And it, it was a good choice because yeah, it really yeah. did help. Even though, back, yeah. and the black and white kind of smooths out. The wrinkles. Yeah. Right. But it was good. It was a really right. smart yeah. choice actually. At first I was like, oh no, more of that kind of dirt grit on the, the negative. But right. it's like, you know what? It works. And no, it totally works. It. it definitely played. Yeah. So these these guys,
1: like, uh you get the idea that they were you know, everyone was having hanging out with everybody back in the day. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh our main character, um, uh Patty Constantine. Richard. Richard. Um, uh Richard. Richard. Richard who's yeah. Pat?
3: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The, the actor. Yeah. The character's name uh, yeah. is Richard. 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 Um,
1: and so Richard uh, uh goes off to... But he's
3: missing from the flashbacks.
1: Yes, he's not in the flashbacks. He's not in the flashbacks. And we we come to know that he uh had joined the military and... Paratrooper. And as a paratrooper. Right. And he was gone uh, while uh, his brother, you know, ended was up... Was still in town. Was still in town and got mixed up with this sort of abusive crew. Right. Who both... You know, like care for him in one way and really abuse him in other ways.
0: Well, they're screwing with him.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like it's like they're. It's I thought the portrayal like the, those that group was really interesting to me because like you can see that there's a little bit of like, you know, it's like they're caring for a pet or something like that. There's a little yeah. bit of care that's going on, but it's also the same sort of mistreatment. You know, it's just like when they start. Fucking around own with his Technic- he's,
0: yeah. he's technically old enough, but imagine like a sh- a child. Yeah, exactly. And having him like take drugs and yeah, just because do- it's funny, you right. know.
1: And uh, and so as you come to know, uh, like through all the flashbacks, that through their fucking around, they're selling drugs and they're doing drugs and everything's you know like they you know they get the kid laid, they do all sorts of in a very a, disturbing, a, way. very weird way, and like all this strange stuff is happening, and then. Um, and then one time they just sort of take it way too far all dropping acid and just want, want, driving around town and fucking around and they basically you know they haze him really seriously and they leave him with a rope and a noose around his neck in a like a barn in a an shed. old barn well they
3: know? call say, they, they say come see Satan or something yeah. like, or oh, the devil right. or, or something like that right. I think I remember them saying to him right and he's on whilst acid whilst he's yeah. tripping well, balls
1: he's, yeah exactly and so he's scared out of his mind yeah. he doesn't even understand the idea of him of being mm-hmm. on acid or mm-hmm. what it really means right um, and later on they find that the kid had Hanged himself in right. and died.
0: Now that's you don't find that out till the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, so this, there's a, there's a two story process. You're telling basically the backstory, right. you know, linearly. But the way we find story out, is different. We find this out at the end of the movie because right. you basically are going through the whole process. And then what happens during that time is as you're being revealed the story, the brother mm-hmm. is slowly avenging. The situation right and he's going to go and kill everyone. and he and kills
2: everyone Yeah, but the brother is with the brother yeah. yeah who was killed right but you don't realize that he was killed until the very end right the other thing and you're real and basically it's a memory of his brother
1: right that's, that's right right and, and, what's and that's
0: it, amazing it's an r- amazing revelation when you realize yeah. like, oh, oh it's brilliant
1: man it was because great. he has conversations with his brother he has and, conversations with and, his and brother. in those conversations his brother is more articulate in a very subtle way than he is in real life right you know and so it's like you just get a very confusing weirdly emotional experience thing, from watching this
2: the thing is is that you realize it's a the interesting thing about is like first of all all the characters that they ex, uh, build up and show uh the the guys that basically did this to the kid mm-hmm. um the gang we'll call them yep. um they have such a goofy life, you know? Like, right. they jump in a car, and right. it's almost like they're clown a clown mo- car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're just And it was of, almost these know, moments where it was like a comedy, an English comedy. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then. Yeah, it was very
0: Benny Hill with all of them in yeah. the car. Yeah, and it's and just goofball. You, it's, you it's, start it's, to they're, like they're, them. They're, they're but then once j-
2: you it's revealed what they were doing, oh, I know. It starts it's so to, good in that way. It ships away
3: at your preconceived notions of them. Right. Well, because I remember seeing it for the first time and going, you know, Richard's. You know, I have a brother and I'm very close to him Mm -hmm. and I could, in one way, understand at the very beginning of the film what Richard was doing to them Right. and then as it started to escalate, I was like, wow, he's taking this a bit far. Right, right. It's getting weird. And then you discover what they actually did to him and then, like you say, it starts chipping away and you're like, by the end of the movie, you're kind of like... I do the same. But yeah, the I mean, you, you're the, definitely like, you, the, yeah, you're in. I do the same exactly. The, not, exactly. But the
2: thing is, as that chips away on them, where they're like, "Well, wait a minute, these guys did some fucked up things." You're following the guy who's revenging his brother's death, but you kind of like, "Oh my god, he's kind of excessive.
0: He's excessive." He is like, and, he,
2: and it finally flips, and then he's like, "Just take me."
0: Yeah. Mm. So right. yeah, because what what happens is that basically we we follow some pretty. Like, you know, one by one gruesome death, right? right. So right. he's taking so he them all off one by them off one by one. Picks yeah. off by, and you have some interesting characters. All the, 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 the bad guys are interesting. Most of them are freaking idiots. Yeah, they're just idiots. They're just stupid, like, stupid. They, these idiot. aren't, even the, these the aren't who, even the guy who thinks he's like the smart guy who's like the pretty boy. Yeah, and he's not. He's dumb as shit. Yeah. And he dies quickly yeah like you know, it's it's a really dumbest way possible
1: yeah I'll, I'll I'll get back to it but that's this is the most unexpected part of the movie for me It's like the right. characterization of that crew was totally unique right uh, because like any other movie. Given this plot, they would have been a super villain. They would have, yeah, exactly. They would have and gone out of their the way. And then get to boss level, right? Exactly. And then this, <laughs> you know,
2: mano mano, and it's
0: no, yeah. like, and
2: it's
1: like, no, these guys are a bunch of fucking idiots, right? Like, I know, I know, people like this. This is the thing, you know, people like it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you know? and it's like, and, it's, and it was that, and it made it so much more upsetting. Yeah, like, everything right. is much more upsetting because you end up spending. How can I say it? Like, uh, you spend. I feel like I spent. You spend less time with Richard than you do with them. Yeah. Right. Because Richard is very uh single minded mm-hmm. right, and so there isn 't like you spend time when you spend time with Richard, like you get the depth of what he is like his intensity is very clear, and he 's very open about it all the time, like mm-hmm. he is there to do this thing, and you can he 's not lying about he 's not hiding it from anybody right right um but these other guys uh you know are constantly sort of you know they're lying to each other and themselves and like they're in this shitty lifestyle and like they, they have nothing to do but like i do. guess we'll play cards and, and I'm, I'm just like i like, have it, no
3: idea what they do with it their was lives. it was so oh, snow parmesan cheese yeah exactly
1: yeah. exactly And, like this is the big like it gets some, some <laughs> to parmesan parmesan it's just like this is the kind of fucking bored idiocy that these that these it guys lives made up of yeah and uh and that uh the portrait of that is what made this movie um so uh, upsetting to me. Right. Because like any vengeance movie, you know, like you get really, you're behind the vengeance. You're like, oh my, kill those motherfuckers, man. They did that to the, but like by the second murder, I was like, I don't like any of this. This is making me feel weird. Well, what's funny, what's interesting is, is we – Like living, it's not hard to we, kill we, these we, people. We, it's we, really we. sad what they're, what they're living like. I know. It's so I know. fucked it's up, so,
0: And you tell right from the beginning, from the guy in the bar who's like, uh, "Uh, I don't know what's going on, to when he meets the other guys, clearly they're all idiots, right. right? No one, None of these. And then he fucks with them at the beginning where he doesn't kill them. But he goes to them when they're sleeping and, like, paints m- makeup on them. Yeah, and you know, like, fucks with their
1: eyebrows. Fucks and with their like, eyebrows. get, like, these weird, like, college pranks.
0: Right. He does – just to, like, what the fuck – these guys are, like, what the fuck's going on? So he's doing enough to freak them out. Right. Like, he's, he's not, toying with them. Yeah. He's like with he them.
1: shows up wearing a gas
3: mask and, yeah. like, no – don't, like, talk, don't talk about the elephant. Yeah,
1: don't talk about the elephant. <laughs> exactly. Don't no. talk about the elephant. Don't you fucking talk about the elephant. Uh, right. like, the, like, it's – like, he's – like, the first, like, third or so is, like – He's playing these collegey pranks on them to freak them out, and but then suddenly it, it switches. It fucking jumps up to, and then I kill the guy with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's
0: just like, Whoa, what? Yeah, you know. Well, it, he goes for like that, and then he's like, okay, so he gets, he does this thing where he gets all these you know, the pills, right? right, and he smashes them up. And then he puts it in their, in their, in their, the, the, tea the pot, kettle, in know. the kettle, yeah.
3: right? Going to send them to space,
0: man. Right. Yeah, dude. And it's like, it's like, okay, this is the, you know, they're always going to have tea. So he, right. yeah, right. You know, because they're English. Right. You know. And so they all have to They, they have all tea. start tripping balls. I like
3: it when they're walking around the house and they've all got. One of them's got like a little crossbow. Oh god! And then it's so, gives, oh my god, they're so like depressing. swapping. One's got like this little knife, and he's like, I, "Can you? Can we swap?" And he's like, "No, you you want this because no, it's like getting closer." Yeah, get oh my close. god! Oh my god! <laughs>
1: Like these,
2: like, that was just nerve like,
1: wracking. That scene, it's like, <laughs> the, like it's like you you start feeling for these guys like they're in a in, in a it, Friday the Thirteenth movie, like yeah. you're like a camp council. Like was, get in the car, drive off the island. But it was it was really <laughs> Lay, funny. It metal. was really
0: funny. Like oh, these guys are just goofy and they're tripping, and you're kind of laughing along, and then suddenly he puts a. You know, a plastic bag on his head and shoots him and in the shoots head. Shoots the dude.
3: And it's like, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And oh. Okay. Then the, and then, and like, and he he guts the other guy. and right. I think basically. I like, I like the one where he's he's like just stand there. Stands there. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna end like, turn it. you off. I'm gonna turn you off. Yeah, I'm turn you off. And he hits him in the nose. Yeah. And right. if you pause it, that that moment, yeah. there's a great prosthetic. Yeah, it's, a, it's like the bone is driven up into his yeah. fucking brain. Yeah. And it's just, if you pause yeah, it, it's, hideous. It's, hideous it's really, really yeah. gross. I mean, like
1: there's like, there's a certain, like, okay. So some of what happens at the end of the movie. The suitcase you know, we'll, we'll yeah. was So yeah, like they guy, uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll come back to all that. We'll just say what well, happens the in suit- the movie. Then we'll, so then we'll just talk, talk about the suitcase. <laughs> okay. So the, so what, what happens is he goes one by one and kills all these guys. And there's
0: one last guy.
1: And there's one last dude. And it's the one guy, this one guy who's like a family guy now yeah it's like years later and he's gotten his shit together and you know he just
0: happens him. to have been in the crowd at right. the time mm-hmm. and
1: uh and uh and uh, Richard uh sort of gets him up early in the morning and forces him with by knife point out to the place where his brother uh hanged himself well
0: he goes to his and his wife is there with his right. kids
1: and you can see that this is like this guy's gotten his shit together like and he's, his life right right unlike I, the other other guys you know like he's like a you know he looks like a kind and caring grown-up adult who has children. Well, he says to him you were supposed to be a monster. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And uh and it's I think it's through this that Richard sort of sees that, you know, like there's there's almost no point to to this final
0: action. Right. You know. And, so he takes him to the to the place where his brother was murdered. And then he right. talks
2: to his brother, he's like I can't do it. I can't yeah, do I can't it, do which is great. This
0: guy. Right. You know.
1: And uh and uh And he's, he essentially says to the guy like, you're supposed to be in the monster and, and, you know, I'm, now I'm the monster. Mm. Right. You know, and you know, I've fucking slaughtered all these people and I can't do this to you. And uh, But I
2: will take advantage of all you can eat at Olive Garden. Absolutely. No, that was <laughs> Sunday. And I thought that and was really poignant. Was, I'm just saying. It was cut perfect timing. timing. Yeah. Really, yeah. It was it's un, it's uh, it's you unusual. You get a whole yeah. yeah. really bring your family cuz kids brave. 12 and under very, very are free. Brave. yeah And That's so right. it's really was Symbolically the kids they are cut free at the end of the movie. Uh,
1: but yeah, the so he uh, he gives the knife to the last guy and uh, and says, you know, stick me with this knife and get this over
0: with. Think of your children. This
2: he was that. he was falling apart anyway because yeah. it, you can
0: sense so, that there was he, this post traumatic syndrome. He told Something he told him, like, was wh- like, what did, was did you do when my brother killed himself? And he goes, I did, did nothing. nothing. Did nothing. And I so did. that's that was his guilt. His, right. That was his thing, right? right? And so
1: and so the guy uh, holds the knife and and. Uh, runs into, into him and, and yeah basically they, uh, yeah like he barely makes the decision to kill the guy like richard basically leaps on the knife and yeah, he stands right. there and that's that and then he, and the guy walks out of the of the churchyard into the churchyard where outside the barn and the camera flies away and that's the end of the movie right um and uh and it's a uh okay
3: so quickly yes
2: hi um <laughs> what's it the
1: director
3: <laughs> yes. what else did he do Shane meadows um he did He did uh, Summerstown. He did Room for Romeo Brass, which is a really good film. Mm -hmm. I've not seen Summerstown, but I've seen Room for Romeo Brass. That's on uh, Amazon Prime, I believe. Mm. Um, You should check that out. Room for Romeo Brass. He did a movie called This Is England, which Mm -hmm. was really successful. Mm -hmm. And it did uh, two sequels, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Um, he did a really great Stone Roses documentary. Wow. Oh. Yeah, man, I can't believe I, don't, I know nothing about it. Is he from Manchester too. or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Fishbowl? I haven't fish seen Fish Tank. Fish Tank. Fish Tank's no, great. Yeah. I haven't. That yeah, director really is I was going to bring up Fish Tank for this thing. Yeah, really? Yeah.
2: That director's phenomenal.
3: Yeah. No, it's great. There's a really, really great short doc that Shane made about a guy called Gavin Clark. And Gavin is one of the uh, musicians on the soundtrack for Dead Man's Mm -hmm. Shoes. And it's one of the most beautiful little stories about um, a fantastic singer-songwriter who died in 2015 Mm -hmm. from substance abuse. And Gavin, him and Gavin met when they were working at Alton Towers together when they were young, and they just stayed friends. And Shane has been a fan of Gavin's for so many years, Mm -hmm. and Gavin is just this raw talented musician who has such bad anxiety and fear yeah. Yeah. About, about life. Mm-hmm. He just – and it's just it's just so beautiful to he, – he does this thing. It's called The Living Room, okay, mm-hmm. this little short doc. And the whole premise of it is Gavin performs in his own living room mm-hmm. a series of songs, invites his neighbours and friends over, and then someone in that living room – invites gavin to play at their house
2: yeah and then oh, nice. brings yeah.
3: their yeah. friends along and then someone in that group invites so the gavin next. yeah so he ends up Yeah and i won't spoil it for you but you should watch that it's only half an hour but it's it's beautiful that's a powerful it, setup that's it really, really yeah. is yeah. Yeah. It's called the living room the living room yeah. yeah that's pretty great yeah check it out i mean shane he did a he did a massive film for him uh called uh Once Upon a Time in the Midlands and that was his whole career was kind of building at this point mm-hmm. and he got to make Once Upon a Time in the Midlands which he had a an a great cast in it and a massive budget and it's he says in in interviews he's like it just didn't perform the film did not perform as well as everyone expected right, right. and he was like hailed as being like the next, the next yeah, uh, you know, right. Alan Clark or Ken right. Loach or right. someone yeah. like that. Yeah this,
1: yeah, this is a very Ken Loach picture. I was absolutely, say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. Poor cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep, poor yeah. cow. Right. Kes.
2: Yeah, God. Terrence Stamp is one of my favourites. Oh,
3: unbelievable. Yeah. And then, so th- so, once upon a time didn't do what it was supposed to do. So he went really. This Dead Man's Shoes was the next film, right. and he went completely for back for
2: nothing budget. Yeah, and
3: he was like, if if he, he said we just. Stri- Stripped it all back down. There were yeah, no- you get back down to the basics. Yeah, exactly. No, when in doubt, now, in doubt,
2: my thing is when in doubt, make a heist film. I remember Absolutely, I told that man. to Joe Kaczynski. Right. I, I, like, you know, you should do a and heist that's film. that's why he's making Top Gun 2. I know. <laughs> but the, he looked at me like I was an idiot and probably am. But the oh, point, Joe, we but love you. But the point you. is – You do love Joe. It was during Blackbird. I was like, you just got to make a heist film. It's small, lean, and you can just get to know every character. Yeah, well, and I mean, it like, would just be beautiful. And like- you know everybody's intentions and it will be a lot right. of intensity and you'll feel refreshed like man I'm really because you're back down to what you love doing maybe yeah. a, a heist yeah. film
3: or a revenge movie yeah exactly yeah, yeah. the same For kind sure. of same yeah. shit and yeah. then you're back yeah. in the real well,
2: world but, but you get to know the actors it's small run and gun guerrilla style Olive Garden commercials interspersed <laughs> <Yeah, exactly>. throughout <laughs> of course you have to you and have and to maybe can, State Farm throw in a, a couple State Farm you, know, you can
1: get the AD can do the Olive Garden <laughs> stuff just take a day yeah know, that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, that's right and so and the salad is complimentary Yeah,
2: and so but you would do that and uh did you have the tortellini what
1: did you have the tortellini i did so it was fantastic fucking good it was dude. so good so i good. love all i got that on a gift card and i night. love it wasn't even revenge films it's <laughs> so incredible it's she fantastic best revenge genre hey. i've ever
2: had that's right with the free bread strips <laughs> uh, so, so, so but here's the thing uh i did i, I really was blown away by this film mm. you know because i i was like uh, and then i was like wow this is, it really got me and then i was like okay this is Get carter and then i was like I really do love those style of films because you really can get to understand people and it's real. Yeah. And the people are real and it's great because you can, you can peek into a world. And, you know, a lot of that, is, what I was talking earlier um, about, you know, I used to travel a lot by myself. And so I would just show up in towns and kill people. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not in every town. <laughs> not every town, Chris. You gotta lay low. No, how but you get you, get to, you would, you you get would hang out at the, at the pubs or something, and you would go and um, you would get a sense of the of the of the world. And right. y- there was a lot of that, like that pool hall. I was like, oh god, I've been. To a place oh yeah. I went to a place, yeah. no joke, in Glasgow by myself, and it was like eleven o'clock at night. It was a bar, and these two girls were there, and I was long hair. It was nineteen eighty something, and I started talking to them. And all of a sudden like five guys surrounded me and they were like, hey, Mr. America, you know, that kind of thing. And one guy's like, what do you think of Bobby Sands? And I was like going to say that I thought he was a better drummer than Ringo, but I quickly said, you know what? (laughs) i think i'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette and i just walked <laughs> away and i was like you avoided if I, it you probably so avoided if i, a said, good if I exactly. said i thought he was a better drummer than ringo i think i wouldn't be here today yeah <laughs> dude, is, we would this want, was we in we, glasgow He was pre, the worst gritty cr- bar critiquing hey, a movie about Mr. your america <laughs> what well, do you think of bobby sands I like, yeah i saw that movie and when my Eric head Sheely was got like stabbed. that's a really funny line <laughs> this is such a great line mm.
4: Yeah. Look at the time. <laughs> yeah, I'll that. get
2: me coat. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but if I had said that, it would have been geniusly.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a, like joking. About- that's that's the genius of this Stupid. movie. They were is, like dopey this movie. Guys. Like, this movie is a.
2: They were those guys in the movie. Yeah, they the- were those guys in the movie with nothing better to do. Yeah,
1: like that's a, like the the incredible depression of this movie is uh, was really shocking to me because it's not like because <laughs> being depressed isn't. Uh, sexy, and it isn't like it isn't like you don't even notice when you're depressed. Like if you're really really depressed, you're just tired all the time, and you're kind of fucking around and not doing anything. And then someone comes by, and you're like, "Wait, is it two years later already?" <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what that's, that's like. A time flies. <laughs> like, How, How do and
2: you? How
3: do waiting then? to get
2: home so you can jerk off and sleep? <laughs> The interesting thing is, it, there is a redemption for the end because the guy that got married—that's what you do. Yeah, hey, uh,
1: but yeah, that's. You the, know, what I'm
2: saying, like, how do I get out of this oh, town? Yeah. How do I? And yeah. the fact that he had kids, and it was amazing because I have my own child. It was like that's really what you do because you. There were moments in there, like the stories I explained earlier, but it was like, how does one escape that? You know, if you don't have a formal training or, or skill set. How do you get out of that? Right. Except to do this kind of s- redundant, kind of stupidity, which is easy for anybody to right. To, to, right. to fit into that mold. Right. And it was like it was that was the the truth about it. But at the end, the guy with the kids, yeah,
1: like the guy who's taking steps to get his shit together. Like, I mean, like it was That's just right. like, yeah, hey, getting my life together, moving on, and, and you know, like growing now, up. How much
0: time between the death of his brother and him going to town? I
1: never. I knew think that. it's. I think it's a few years. I think it's about five, six years. I think
0: it's six and a half.
3: Because yeah. it takes them a while to work out. Well, not a while, but they're kind of like, "Who is this guy?" Right. And it's. I remember that. There's just that one moment where he's like, "I think I know who it is." Yeah. Yeah. It's Anthony's brother. Right. Yeah. Because in a, a flashback,
0: you didn't have the beard. Right. Right. He looked very different. Well, just,
3: think, like, the, the, just the air just drops out the room right. as soon as he says that it's like, Anthony's brother. Oh, Everyone's like. Oh yeah, Fuck. I remember
1: that. Yeah, exactly. It all comes clear again, and it's cl- like the the impression I got was like this is not simply about his brother. This is about whatever other experiences he also had yep. that are not shown in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the fact yep. that he is uh, in the military and mm-hmm. in, in like and in the years this came out. You know, I'm just like when did it come this out? Is sp- what was the year? This is like 2005. Yeah, right. right? So this is like. You know, uh, you know, this is like actual wartime involvement, there, yeah, related, right. And uh, and so I'm like, I think that there's there's a there's an unspoken motivation going on with him, uh, like he's like it's been it, he has an enormous amount of guilt in his mind to start with, and then from whatever he's done and or seen, uh, like he is coming back in a different different frame of mind. Here's mm.
2: here's the thing. Do you think? That because at the end, with a guy with a family who said, you know, he said to him, stab me, stab me, stab me. Do you think that he was actually saying disparaging remarks about his brother? He's like, yeah, he's retarded. He's this and that. And it was very kind of like something that somebody, a family member, he was an
3: embarrassment. 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 So
2: it's almost like he felt like he had to do it out of duty. Like this killing, rather than well, just because it was supposed to, because it's a dude. Admit it, uh, it, it I like think makes it very honor. very
1: complex. I think that like his his reaction there is really really. So Almost real. like
2: he didn't want to do it, like go to war. He yeah. didn't like want he to go to the Middle yeah, East. He's to fight a up
1: because he loves him very much. He like, clearly loves his brother very much, and that's why he's obsessing him. You know, into a semi reality. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But like you know, when you're, you know, when you have a close personal relationship with someone in that situation, like it's it's not a. Like uh, you know, it really, it's it's a lousy thing to, uh, it's a lousy situation for everybody. That's right. Like, there's nothing like there, there's nothing rom- romantic about uh, like the way that you feel you know, feel about this. It's just like I really love this person, whoever it is. Um, but you know, this is it's it's hard. <laughs> you know, it's difficult for this person it's difficult for me it's difficult all around and certainly when i was a kid you know like i did feel like oh when when he said that when he said he's fucking he's a fucking embarrassment i was like yeah i have you know, shamefully felt exactly this way yeah you know like you don't want to invite your friends over with you know like oh, this is my retarded uncle and blah blah blah, and you have to explain everything again and then they're gonna make fun of him and you feel like shit and all this other stuff and all that's wrapped up in this very very contained hmm. intense performance Uh, that uh, Constantine gives because like he is like, I really was uh, I've always liked him in other stuff, you know, but the choice that he makes and how he performs this role is so um, it's really daring because it's very unlikable. Like it's not a, it's not trying to get the audience on board with what he is doing or how he is feeling at all. He is like, uh, he is just rage and commitment and ultimately, when he when he reveals in the end, essentially, like, that he has love for his brother for real, and he is embarrassed about it, like, that's when all this complexity suddenly opens up in that scene, you know? And you have to w- basically wait the entire movie before you get that uh, detail with him, and that's a really fucking bold choice, because right. you're the fucking star of the movie, and basically, you're the Terminator <laughs> up until the end of the movie. Right, pretty <laughs> you know? much. And the, I'm feeling more and more sympathy for... The the idiots you're murdering yeah. than you, and then the last scene in that moment that you're describing, Eric, like it inverts it everything inverts that you've yeah, completely. so like, all of the emotion that you felt uh, for these sad guys, mm. like suddenly opens up inside him. Yeah, you know, and it's such a it's such an incredibly because uh, I don't because
2: he experienced the children.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Like it, 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 At the same time,
2: he gave the kids a dull knife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. And it's just
1: like, it's such a, like, I don't even want to call it clever because that makes it sound like it's an intellectual gag. It's not. It's just a, uh, a really sensitive emotional choice on everybody's part to Mm. structure the movie like this. Right. And it's such a, uh, it's such a daring investment. And, And we talked about this before. I know on the other, on the other podcast, like, which one? Um, you have another podcast, podcast with Chris. With Chris right? You don't have. I, a, I'm was, not in it. I'm just. Saying, I was here talking into a microphone. Don't tell me you didn't have a podcast. Which <laughs> episode? Which episode? Uh, this the is, Titanic one? No, I think, no, we haven't done that one yet. Because I, uh, I believe it was. <laughs> we will we never do Titanic. I think we were, I'm just kidding. No, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you might have just. We were talking me. about. I think we were talking about Spielberg, but I was just like, the, I, uh, my my deep frustration with producers in Hollywood don't have uh, faith in audiences, like mm. audiences are smart like they don't like audiences are not dumb and uh no but it's
0: easier to spoon feed
1: them well the thing is man like when you say when you make i don't know like um you know uh transformers or something like this like uh like people producers generally think audiences are dumb because they like movies like this right and the i mean yeah you know those are dumb movies they're that's true um but the reason why someone goes to see Transformers, is because they want to see giant robots fight. That's what they're buying the ticket for. They would love it to also be good. They just don't care if it's good. They <laughs> want to see the robots fight. They're, like They're paying for a good movie. They'll go to the fucking Meryl Streep movie. <laughs> right. That's 15 bucks, just like this is. But they came tonight to see giant fighting robots. Make- and so like to have... It's, it's,
0: it's, it- you you feel like you have to make a commitment to see a smart
1: movie. Well, yeah. You know, this well, this is the thing. It's like like the same people. Like I love good, shitty, dumb movies. I'm not I'm not that dumb. I mean, like I like these movies, and like I let's go to not see it. Get a let's no, slow down. It's another podcast, but still, <laughs> the, the, the 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 thing is that when you like, if you like, if you go to buy a ticket to a rub a fighting robot movie, and they give you fighting robots, you and and it's also shitty. You're still like, well, at least I had fighting robots. That's fine. That's what I paid for, but. Uh, with this movie, uh, trusting your audience that much mm. uh, to say like I know you came here to see a really emotional drama, but I'm not even going to really give you that right. until the end, I and then suddenly it's going to happen at once. It's <laughs> right. like, holy here's, shit! Here's the that's thing: it's babe. very emotional brought, ending as yeah, well. It's tremendous. Yeah, it's yeah. really tremendous.
2: Go ahead, Eric. It's a it's a left curve, so I don't know if I should bring it. Curve up. It. Do it. That's your that's your position here. That thing is what I deal with a lot on a daily, ba- not a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I have a backstory. I have a browser, my Google browser. And when you make a new one, it's my life clock expectancy. And it's ticking off at the minutes, so seconds, you're a giant and hours success until and I get my average death. <laughs> so every time I make a new browser, I can say, oh, I have this many days and hours and weeks and years left oh in my, my life, yes. supposedly. So for me, going to see fucking giant robots, it's like I don't have much time. So I got to – either I'm going to watch some stupid shit or – but that's the problem. I right. think I should be going to these and being like, I don't care yeah, rather than staying up till 2 o'clock think every night all the giant doing robot movies you the missed. graphic novel thing that you saw. Do you know what I mean? It's you like –
1: Here's, here, can I, can we give I, you should, I wish
2: this? I could relax and if, see those movies, and I want, want to see those movies wanted, except Titanic. Yeah, like if,
1: uh, <laughs> Titanic is beautiful. and We're not going to fight about this today. The uh, the uh, 25 <laughs> times I saw that in the theater. Just saying. 26 times. So, 26 times. So I heard. Oh, my it's just God, yes. like. Yes. like yeah. I would go I if we were playing tonight. And I would I go, go see it again tonight. And I go to therapy. <laughs> in fact, I, I'll tell you. The- uh, I'm celebrating the the uh, finishing a giant project with a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, we finished it over the weekend. We've been working on it for a year and a half. And uh, I saw while we were working on this thing, I was like, oh, my God, you have it, uh, a DVD of Titanic in 3D? Like, And he's like, oh, yeah, they released it in 3D. And he has it to 3D TV. And I was like, can we watch this immediately? <laughs> he's like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to think straight. He's like, well, we're finishing the project First, and then we're going to watch that. And now I'm having sleepless nights because we finished the project, and I have to wait till the weekend to see Titanic in 3D. Wow! Like I'm barely able to think about anything else. It's good so that you brought really this movie like, up, otherwise I'd just be just talking straight like about that.
2: Life preserver is going to be like, oh, it's <laughs> oh, my so god, close dude. to me, I can yeah. almost yeah. touch it. Like, Frozen <laughs> baby <laughs> puppets, yeah, it's yeah. going to be incredible. That's, that's oh, all wait, I want. Those pom fronds as I go through the ballroom, You're going to be like the hand
1: on the glass with the steam. It's going to be fantastic. Oh my god! Look at the stage, Fabrizio, and you can actually because I mean, like will the me in 3D, <gasps> like, no. and then the thing lands on him. Oh my god, I fucking lie. What are we talking about? We're talking about
2: a different movie. Oh, anyway, sorry, I get so excited about that one. The, <laughs> Any case, we talked about this before, but yes. they uh, that Titanic thing, I found that fascinating that they said that it was on fire before it left the port. Yes, it was, like, yeah, yeah that's right, I, the, and it was just sitting there. Italian the scientists yeah. discovered this five years ago and has been doing these papers on it because.
0: And the the, the, the coal, there was a fire in the middle of the coal coal. pile, and they couldn't get it out. So the only thing they could do (laughs) is run the ship as fast as possible. That's why it was going so fast. That's why it was going so fast. So they were trying to get to the fire in the middle of the coal pile. So it was on fire. That's why in the port, they moved it to the other side because it was dark in
2: the area, and it was three stories high. So it was soft. The metal was soft because it had a special hull that was double thick. Uh, And so the the White Star line or something was broke. So they had to send this ship going. Gul- Talk out.
1: about everything going wrong at once. Because they, there was a lawsuit in
2: 1924 over right. it. And that's why all these papers came out. And then the, she yeah. did the research. Giuliani was farmer. representing them. It was terrible. He did yeah. try to <laughs> – God. yeah, God. China. Let me tell you one China. thing. China. China.
1: China. China. Oh, God. <laughs> I am like I cannot wait, by the way. I've been watching it. I've watched all the President's Men sort of compulsively on Netflix. Um, the way that I'm getting through this political moment for all of us is like I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be a great fucking movie. In 25 years, there's going to be someone watching this going like, man, oh, man, what a great picture. And they're watching it in an apocalyptic wasteland. But it's still <laughs> really fucking good. Uh, and they're going to have TVs a- <laughs> with like
3: flames in them.
1: <laughs> Exactly. It's going to be Christian Bale reenacting it like he does in the <laughs> Dragon movie. Yeah,
0: it's going to be – like well, Eric Hansen wants <laughs> us to do uh, Idiocracy because it's like, it's oh like my too God, freaking close. Is he yeah, coming in? Terrifying. Not <laughs> Eric. He's, he actually has someone else he suggests as our guest. He doesn't know. want to come in. I don't know. I mean he That's does. That's
2: incredible.
1: We should de- All right. So – what were we saying? We're, we were talking about something. No, we weren't. We okay. That's hey, good night, everybody. <laughs> hey,
2: thanks so much. Yeah, How no, many no, minutes no. has it
0: been, Chris? 58? 25. Oh, pretty good. 52. Yeah. You're getting good, Eric. You're getting really good. Yeah, and I look skills. good in tight jeans. Yeah, <laughs> you did.
2: Combo. Okay.
1: <laughs> but, so I was going to say, you, if you really loved seeing giant robot movies, you would see them and... That would be your life and be happy. You don't want to see them. But I need and to see them, I you think. You don't need to see because them. Because people Why? go just
2: to have a simple, like, uh, I want not to not say they're you dumber. I'm just saying I can't relax to say I'm going to waste two hours plus pay this but money. You
0: re- and but you over- don't want pay. to see them. But, Eric, you relax in different ways. Yes. Mm, in more productive ways.
1: It doesn't, need, well, like, productive or not productive, well, but, like, whatever you do that. Watch you-
2: dumb movies, I think, is important. G- let me just tell you how I started. You ready? Go okay. for it. Origin story here. I started watching Ballers, and I love it.
1: There you go. There you go. That's a that's a fine, fine that's, way to waste your
2: time. That is the Rockford Files, yeah. dude. Oh, which is because the greatest show of all Dwayne time. Because I love Dwayne the Rock, K Guapo, K Guapo, K Guapo. He, he's smooth. great in that. He's a that. very smooth, He's great smooth in person. that. And the guy who was in Hot Tub Time Machine is there. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what's his Karen
0: name? Karen or Karen? Oh, uh, 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 he's really funny. He it's was a, a great He, show. he was a correspondent. Uh, Rob Coldry. Great Rob show. Cordray. Have you
2: seen Coldry. It's a great show. It's literally like he's an underdog. He's got a kind of Jamie, James Garner, James Garner kind of thing about him. He's a great actor, uh, Dwayne Johnson. He's yeah. a really uh, – I told you I to saw him. Scream.
1: I saw him. I was waiting on the bus it's stop outside the, um, the a firehouse. A lot of
2: tail in it too. It's like yeah, – So it's for nice. middle-aged men. It's, it's great. Perfect. So it's, like, wife, it's, it's perfect. A, it's a, every eye episode candy. And then I can, for you, Eric. Uh, ballers. It's eye candy. <laughs> Come it. on, Nance. Like,
1: I, I saw The Rock uh, through the window of the firehouse when I was waiting for a bus – In Venice, and he was sitting right there. Good story, beginning, middle, and end. There it is. Anyway, let's get back. (laughs) It doesn't get much more complicated. I looked. I looked over, and I was like, I was like, that was douchey. Sorry, that's the rock. Dude, dude looked like over at me, <laughs> and well, as I'm thinking how buffed smooth his skin is, the which is amazing. He looked right at me and gave me the eyebrow, gave me the rock eyebrow. Did he really? I was like, "What a cool dude!" I'm a homeless looking person.
2: <laughs> he was just giving me the fucking eyebrow at the bus stop. That's I saw great. a video That's of a him leaving set late, late, late one night on, in Michigan, and all these people were waiting there. It was like two in the morning. And fans, and he's like, "All right, you gotta, I gotta do. It. I'm tired, but I'm just gonna do this." Mm-hmm. And he gets out and he signs everybody's autograph. That's fucking. And awesome. I was like, "I love that guy." But he is—he's really good, yeah. just like Mark Wahlberg. Great actor. Oh man.
1: Well, although Mark Wahlberg will never—I don't know—I don't—I want to say this. hes he's he you, in a robot movie. He's yeah. He's—he is a robot movie. What robot,
2: robot movie was he in
1: all—all All of Transformers. Transformers you
0: haven't seen any of them. <laughs> yeah. Was he really? Yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. When, Maybe that
3: could be your entry. Yeah. Into no. that franchise. Wahlberg. Yeah, exactly. I'm
2: doing
0: Ballers and then I got to – There's a comedian. Yeah,
1: do, <laughs> do Boogie Nights, The Departed and then right <laughs> there, into Transformers so, so 5. There, there,
0: there's, a, there's a comedian who does like this hilarious Mark Wahlberg impression and he 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 was a, a special guest. He doesn't do it anymore but he was, he also was a guest on uh, Doug Loves Movies and he would come in as Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god. It's incredible. And Because it was audio only and yet for a while like, is that really – like when he realized it's just a parody. He also goes like, how you guys doing? You doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? You doing okay? <laughs> you guys doing okay? That guy oh, has, dude, has a workout Donnie's waiting for me dude. outside. Fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 exactly. He's got an incredible workout regimen. Have you seen at- his abs? Have you <laughs> seen
2: those abs? <laughs> 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 hey, uh, on your your a honcho? Cut your eyes. <laughs> he he wakes up at 4, 4.30 <laughs> in the morning, and he does like two hours. Because uh, there's a YouTube thing where you – they follow him. He's literally up six days a week, at four fucking th- lifting the back end of his you know eye rock up and down. You know who does that too? Is, uh,
0: is uh, Mick Jagger? Yes, Mick Jagger works out three to four hours a day. Yeah, his, that, fa- his father was a famous um,
2: Sorry, um his father was a famous um, uh, fitness guy. Yeah. Mick Jagger's father. Well, he's in amazing shape. I mean, that's how he he did the the cartoon that
1: would kick sand in the kid's face.
2: No, he wasn't. And that was funny. That was very funny. But he he wasn't. (laughs) But his father was. And you can see if you go on YouTube, old movies from the 50s of him talking about rock climbing and fitness. And one of the kids in the group is Mick Jagger. That's funny so you can see hell. him as like a 12 or 13-year-old. And he's like, OK, Michael, over here. And, and he's like, Michael's going to show you. And he was like a big fitness guy. That's so that's incredible. why fitness was such important. So he's really cut, Mick Jagger for his age too. Oh, he dude, works yeah. out a lot. It's they, amazing they just, though. They just Keith doesn't. Whatever it i to going a side crazy.
0: story because uh, – only related because I'm talking about English rockers. Uh, when I went to see Mark Knopfler, I mentioned it. I saw yeah, him before. Amazing. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was great. I loved the concert. Uh, uh, so waiting for the encore, and uh, the first he does incri- his band was incredible. Like yeah. the, the group he was with was so good. Uh, and then uh, waiting for the encore, and the first song they come up is "Money for Nothing." I'm like, "All right, give him money for nothing." All right, fine. Okay. And we're yeah, all no. like, "Yay!" We all know the word, et cetera, et cetera. Second song, "Lady Writer." Nope. The, 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 his last his finale Making song. Making movies. Nope. Hold on Romeo a second. Nope. No, no, no. I'll tell
2: you right now it's tunnel of love or um uh d- 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 from the first album would i say the first album nope love over gold nope goldfinger nope <laughs> uh hold on hold on hold on would it be uh i don't know local hero Oh, uh.
0: local
1: fucking hero That's yes right? this is making a i don't know what it is it's something about our podcast i'd like crying come crying, back crying. Going to uh, Karen right is that.
0: like because he's like he just does that fucking album, dun, dun. Oh. and then like, Karen's like, "What song?" <laughs> is this? I like, and I was like, "I'm just yeah. tearing." Like, it's like
1: he's playing Local that is, Hero." That is it. That's like one of my favorite movies of like all time. It, the, the music for that movie is incredible, and I've caught that Local Hero bug since we had to watch it. Since we I watched know, it, we watched it on the like. It's such a like. You watch the movie, and you're like, "Oh, it's pretty good," and then I'm still thinking about this fucking this movie. Have you seen the movie? This it's movie's been a while. Yeah, it hangs with you, man. It hangs with I've never been
0: to Scotland, right? Um, but I, I really loved, you know, the, 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 story behind it. Um, but I, uh, I watched it while I was, uh, uh, living with my roommate in Houston. So it had that huge, like the, the Houston person out fish out of water and all that was amazing. Yeah. It was an incredible, incredible, incredible thing.
1: That, that, like that movie produces a feeling that I can't think of another film that quite does that.
2: Yeah, but hold on a second. Let's circle back. Dan. Yes. Um to no. this is that that film that we saw Dead Man's Shoes does invoke a lot of that because yeah. I think it's these locations. Yes. And you get that, 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 a, that feeling of the realness of the environment and that's what I love about movies even though it's a little kitschy uh gets um uh the, 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 but the Michael Caine and uh get 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 Carter, Car- get Carter. Get Carter. Yeah. slow, sorry. That's right. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, but the thing is, you get that feeling in the environment. I think one of the beautiful things yeah. about movies is uh, like uh, Antonioni is like The Passenger. You yep. feel like you're there. There's, a, there's an identity it, to the place. And some that, directors that, yeah. that can do that. Yeah. Scorsese is the master. Yeah. But he pulls you in. You don't drift in. He pulls you in right. and you're there. Right. So, But that's
0: very hard to do. So there's – a, obvi- a Obviously, this is a very thematic – like in a lot of English films – are involved in like some small town, some right. some some shoreline town. Right. Something happens. Right. I just, by the way, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, I think it's on Amazon Prime or whatever. Grabbers. What? Grabbers. <laughs> Is this like ballers? You gotta see this. It's a horror film. <laughs> okay. It's the prequel. Cool. Cool. It's an it's a Irish It's ball it's, a, it's an Irish it's an Irish horror film. Really funny. Grabbers. Really funny. Okay. Saw it with my kids. Brady was cracking up. Basically, it's this small Irish town, mm. right? Uh, uh, I'll give you the premise real quick: small Irish town. There's a sea monster that comes, of from, course, yes. right, and grabs me, out, right? And, gra- and, gra- and, and so they try to identify it, but this old drunken Irish guy goes like, "I call it the Grabber," and it's like, "No, we're not. it's like fine, I give up. They just call it the grabber. This, this and, the grabber." and so what they find out about this monster is that. Uh, it it needs water mm-hmm. and blood to survive. Right? Oh, I've seen water it. And I've seen children. It. <laughs> right.
2: I've seen it, and the sets are great in it because it's the little boy and he finds the ship. I've seen this movie. My daughter watched it. Okay. Crabbers. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, no. Is it the one where he's? It's during the war. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait is this the one on the far off planet where the, the no, foreign no, no. guys there go was, there was and a kids Okay, great you know? set design this is not a kids, he, mo- he, it,
0: not a kid's it movie it takes place in World there's, War 2 and then the we've, been, we've comes- been watching kids uh, movies with my kids that are probably not appropriate I'll yeah. just put it that way but what's funny about this movie is that it's like it's George a, C. Sc- like Scott got hardcore that wasn't appropriate <laughs> come on but, but there's uh, there's two things they need blood and water, right? right? So when it's raining, the grabber is coming out of the water and doing uh-huh. the – but what they also discover is that if you're really fucking drunk, mm-hmm. if they try to grab you, they'll die. Oh, great. So they yeah, all now- just – so the, their solution is to all go in the pub and get trashed. That's it. No, <laughs> That's I good. can – First of all before
1: I say, really? I'm I'm half Irish so I'm going to say that's fucking Irish. Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> that's that great. is magnificent. That's how we deal with <laughs> it's <long and> Really? <laughs> this. It's this really, really it. funny. It's really I, funny. I would take this as a documentary about Ireland. By the that's way, perfectly, that, it's, perfectly it's really realistic. funny. I watch I
2: I have a in front of my spin bike. I I watch movies from my collection so I just throw movies in. Yeah. And I've been doing this lot. Spa- I mean physically? I mean physical media? I have a DVD player in What's my that? studio. In the back, and, and I, so I, I do a spin bike, and I'll watch movies. Oh, so that. I did a full session with all that jazz. Oh yes, God bless. I'm telling you, I love. I have the. I love that film. I'm telling you, you should revisit that because it's so. Oh, yeah, I don't have to revisit. I love and that. Just that ending, and yeah. and I had a teach we, guy who worked on. He did the dream stuff mm-hmm. sequence, but it's beautiful, man. Oh, I, have it was, you I saw seen it, that. I saw that the arc light. You should see that. Um, Dude, it's a Bob great... Bob, Check it out. Bob Fosse. Bob Fosse, 1979. Mm. Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider. it's essentially his, it's life, story of his own it. life story. life yeah. um, um
3: Jessica Lange. The woman in it is... The actress is from Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah that's her. It's uh, Jessica uh, Lange. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. And P- they have oh. the dream sequences I mean, yeah, yeah, where he's talking about his life, but it's it's Bob Fosse's life story. I remember her in a pair of leggings in that film. I saw it as a young boy and was like, wow, this Bob Fosse. The Fosse thing is really cool. This is great. Between Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> well, he, we and did this. a movie yeah. of his
1: like two weeks ago. The Wheel of uh, Pain. Lenny. Yeah, exactly. Bob Fosse's Wheel of Pain. <laughs> right. Contemplate yeah. this on the, on the tree of We did Lenny a couple, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago we
0: covered a movie called Lenny. Lenny, Lenny did, yes, which was uh, Dustin Hoffman. So he or, like, did Cabaret, Lenny,
2: Lenny, and then he did all that jazz and then he died. Yep. But there's also a show with – that's a really great show that's on FX called Fosse, Fosse Doom yeah, and that was his wife and yep. he, he was a big womanizer and actually no joke the guy that i was t- the producer that i'm working with right now shared an office with him in the 70s creepers creepers and i was like my, my head exploded i was like what that, the that stories must have been not they, sure. they, they used out. to go out and they had the same uh taste in women he said oh look at that oh, look at that,
1: that, that
0: sounds like uh uh Epstein and Trump. It
3: sounds like <laughs> I was going to say. It sounds like a lawsuit. Oh, <laughs> well, this
1: is
0: seventies, dude.
1: <laughs> just hearing that phrase made me so tired all at once. You just go, oh, no, this is this is the world we are in. it. That's,
2: yep. yeah, that's how it's
1: at. Giant robots, everybody. Fifteen dollars ticket. <laughs> that's what we can do. No,
2: that escapism is good. It is. It is like all that jazz. You should, it's really great. It's it's really watching him just go down, and then the death scene. You're oh, just yeah. kind of like it's. Like it's so short. upsetting and bizarre, bizarre, like, and yeah. then like, and it's like, and all the he was women alive. dressed up in the And that heart apparently costumes. was him in the surgery. Oh, it's crazy! So when you watch that's the insane. open heart surgery, that's, that's a real really surgery. Fosse, yeah, yeah that's
1: bananas. That's bananas. I I'm, wow. Yeah, I'm. I didn't even realize how much of a Bob Fosse fan I was until uh, Lenny. Then I was like. I love every movie. Oh, Lenny was so good. Yeah. And I really, hadn't really seen that.
0: Uh, I hadn't seen that in. Uh, yeah. I told. Just th- seeing it again, it was so no, good. One of the
2: yeah, seas- I don't know if you've seen Lenny. There's so many movies out there. Lenny, and that's how <clears throat> I want to do one of the episodes. And the thing I was telling you about earlier mm-hmm. is because they first time to Paris, the band goes, and I was like, we have to shoot it like Lenny. Black yeah, and so white, magic. but almost this magic realism, yeah. and it's like, are you here? Or you're not, and that's it's such a cool film, and he was so incredible, man. Yeah, and apparently, massive. like all that jazz, people like um, Sofia Coppola. That's like I I have read that was like one of her favorite movies. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. it because totally believe there's it. a there's that you'll see when you see it again. It's like that whole thing where. And that goes to the sensory part of what we dealt with in this movie, how we're talking about it. Like we feel like we're there and there's mm-hmm. feels like they, he was essentially coming up to a heart attack and you see him at a casting or they're doing a script reading and reading. Everyone's not, you can't hear their dialogue. All right. you can hear is him scratching the table and grabbing his cigarette pack and squeeze, and you hear the heartbeat and that's it. And yeah. you, that whole scene, you're like, oh my God, he's going to have a heart attack.
1: Yeah. It
2: wasn't like people laughing. You can hear and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. He's just sitting there like grabbing a pack of empty cigarettes and you hear the paper going back and forth. But that sensory stuff is even like, um, you know, Robert Altman Mm -hmm. with like all the films with the sound like Nashville. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, there's making everybody. And And then then these environments you go into, you're like, I, I am there. And I feel like when you're immersive in these worlds, the message is stronger and your takeaway like how many weeks did you walk out of? Like I distinctly remember walking out midtown with my father because we went to see Goodfellas.
1: No, oh, Jesus. And I yeah.
2: for three, I went back to my place in the village. I was like, holy shit! I mean, I was, you know, talking to Carlo downstairs. Ah, he just kind of loved film, you know, just talking to yeah. anybody I could in Kristidis about this movie, and it was just like, yeah, it's mind blowing. It was. I was, yeah, was so into 100%. it, I had to go back. Yeah. That's a great film, and is, I truthfully com- wa- finished this film, and I'm like, man, I felt like I was there, mm, and yeah. I really was into these. I, I felt sympathetic for these people, yeah. and in a way, I was almost buying their – Yes, they they fucked up, but at the same time, if I had to just show up at a pub every day and I didn't have a purpose or I lost my purpose, yeah, because they.
1: they but it's they, like
2: the guy when who? Sorry, sorry, no, so no, no, good with the um killing, revenge, that was his purpose almost. Like, Mm -hmm. that was his final uh, uh, thing as a soldier. Do you know what I mean? Like, his final thing. And it was almost like, take me out, soldier. It was like, the end. there was something about it where everyone, he at least had a path.
1: Right, right. Well, I I think that that's the, like, even when, because you bring up those dudes, it's just like, even when they decide to, okay, well, you know, if he's going to kill us like this, because one of them had already been killed, like, they don't have a choice. They have to go and try and kill him, right? And even that scene where they're deciding to do that, like they feel so pathetic.
0: They are terrible.
1: Like it's not even like that was like, the like, one thing it's with the guns. Like, well, then we're gonna have to fight back. They're just like well, just, they're just walking. Down, they just just shoot, just pop them, you know? shoot themselves. The, well, yeah, I think <laughs> some, well,
3: Sonny is the only one. I th- if I remember, Sonny's like that. We've not got a choice. And right. one of the, I think one of the other members of the gang is like, there, there has to be. We can't. Yeah, this is We getting, can't, we can't kill him. It. You can't just go and and he's kill like, a dude. Look, we're going to have to go there. Right. And we're going to have to kill him. Right. Like that's the only that's way out the of this. That's the only way out of this. Right. Otherwise, yeah. we're all dead. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean, like he's like he's he's coming up against the reality of what is happening, yeah. right? And the difference between the sort of, you know, tough guy vibe that they want to put out, put mm. out in the world and then the reality of what is happening and what they have to do. Like, they aren't the people they even pretend to be. No, exactly. You know, like, they're like they're just a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, there's
3: that that, that other scene, which I just think is one of the best threatening scenes in that's ever been shot on the, in on, a the, film. on the corner? Yeah, yeah. when yeah. they go past in the it's car. fucking great, dude. And then they they back the car yeah. up. And, and it's, they're going to come and walk out. And they're all, out, still, yeah. like, Sonny's going to go out there and yeah. he's going to fucking do him, you know. Like, yeah. And they're all sitting in the car. Sonny gets out and he starts walking towards Richard and Richard's just... Waiting just, for yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, and he's like, how you doing? He puts his hand out to go shake his hand. Richard just doesn't. Nothing. So he's like, yeah. so so." some of the boys think that you... And he's like, yeah, it was me. <laughs>
1: and you're just like, wait a minute. That's not how the scene goes. <laughs> like, well, and, that's, and that's the brilliance of it is because, like, you know, Sonny's kind of coming out there. Like, he's ready to play you know a crime scene mm-hmm. he's just like I'm in a crime movie and I'm going to say some crime movie shit and we're going to tough it out and then maybe it'll get to a fight and he comes up and he's just like he says one or two things and then Richard's just like no <laughs> we're not doing that you're an idiot and I'm going to kill you all <laughs> yeah.
0: Which like, oh, so okay. scarier, <laughs> yeah Which is so much scarier Which is really scary yeah, it's And the so fact great. that They're in that stupid De chevaux The whole time oh, God, What was dude. that car? Yeah. It's a De It's a C5 Isn't oh,
3: it? De Is what they is call it, it? That, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that yeah.
2: is not the car You want to get in <laughs> fucking Imagine not getting not hit cool. By is a semi In that thing Exactly It would be obliterated
1: It would be like An atomic test Yeah Horrific Horrific Car wreck Yeah it's just insane dude And they pack
0: so many People into it That was just like clown car Jane's
1: and then, they target, and then, then the, the, the gear box is fucked and they're just like of course it's fucked you had ten people in that tiny car it's like getting so, a bunch of people on a lawnmower and then complaining that it broke I <laughs> <laughs> can't believe we burned out the engine <laughs> like, it really but like that's the that's the brilliance of the movie is it keeps on setting up scenes that you expect to go in a very traditional you know crime movie yeah, way but they don't. and then it just instantly gets diffused and everyone's sort of sitting around really uncomfortable and I like think the, all,
3: including, of Shane, all of Shane's films are the, oh are like it's Audience right.
0: and the the people it, like you you basically are are like the the people who are about to get murdered. You're yeah. like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah.
2: The scene where they were tripping was really very very uh, uh, real.
0: That was
1: very. It was,
2: was really good. Yeah. I haven't seen usually drug scenes. Uh, they're over the top a little bit, and they you know to try to say I'm on drugs, but right. that was so it was very very yeah, real. It's just, it's and the just paranoia and, and, and
3: these kind of. Uh, it's so yeah. that Laurent Garnier's track playing in the background yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. mm-hmm. like, just like, so, get me off this fucking it's ride. so
1: fucking unpleasant, dude. Like this, this movie, and when people uh, watch this, because you, again, you can watch it on YouTube. If you want the full experience, the director's cut on YouTube, which gives you the Olive Garden experience, <laughs> uh, then uh, you're going to watch this movie, and uh, for about 10 minutes, you're going to be, what the fuck are those guys talking about? This movie looks like shit, and all oh, this is cheeseball. That is the secret weapon of this movie. Yeah. It is like there is no style in the, there's no style to this movie at all. It's an anti movie movie. Like yep. it's, it's not made to. That's the way to put it. Cause like the, you know, you uh, brought up, uh, you know, uh, Ken Loach and stuff like this. Like uh, there are some uh, great filmmakers that handle this kind of material. Loach is one of them. Um, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, who did uh, You Were Never Really Here in Rat Ratcatcher? Uh, uh Loon Ramsey. Like, yeah. And we were brilliant. Alan Clark. Alan Clark, yeah. right? And uh like brilliant, brilliant filmmakers. Uh And you can like just by looking at any scene in any of their films, you can tell how brilliant they are just from a frame. Mm-hmm. You're just like, it's brilliant. There it is. This, you're not going to be able to do that because like it looks kind of like it was shot by somebody's friend, you know? Yep. And it's actually that is why that is why the movie works because it. Feels like it's going, it's trying to be a crime film. And what you're actually seeing, like it felt, uh, it's like, I have the old videotapes of like, you know, when I was, you know, growing up, um, in Massachusetts of me and my buddies like fucking around and making a movie. Like, and it feels like that, mm. right? And the, that, that weird sense of, uh, artifice that everyone is trying to support, you know, like they're trying to like, we're criminals in a crime movie. And the movie's like, you're not, you're not. Uh, this is not uh, none of your how you perceive yourselves is real whatsoever you're a bunch of fucking douchebags and that's it and the movie keeps on insisting that reality back upon them mm. until by the middle of the movie i was like this is like watching a documentary about people yeah and like that is the that when it, when it crossed over when you're like you're watching a sort of active documentary about uh this depressed bunch of people in a in this little town in the middle of nowhere and this a uh, dangerous force is coming in and there's, it's just unstoppable. Mm. Like you're, you're, they're fucked and there's no way for them to escape it. And they're given the, uh, given the chance to escape. They don't. They don't
0: take it. Yeah. And, and yeah, the thing that's, that's interesting is the, re, the revenge of it. It's not like you're cheering for your revenge mm-hmm. right at all. Exactly. Because exactly. there are, there are lots of revenge things, right? This is yeah. not like, you know, uh, uh, what's the, Lethal Weapon or something like? that. Yeah, I mean, like how, I mean? everybody loves a good revenge movie. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun. Yeah, it's it's not like that. where, like, yeah, get the bad guys, and it's going to be really dangerous or whatever. It's like, yeah. no, it's like, like every one of these guys are so stupid. Well, it's like a, it's, I don't a, know if it's kind talking.
3: of sickening. In, yeah. in parts, you know. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean that in a in a negative way. It's just like I remember seeing it for the first time and being really disturbed. Yeah. And it stayed with me, and it affected me, and it's still, I can't, because I don't know how many times I've seen it, and it still, it's still, it's still does that to me. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, it made me think of, uh, have you guys seen, uh, it's a really upsetting movie, called uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, the, the brilliance of that movie is that the movie is completely undramatic and boring, mm-hmm. and it's showing you horrible, horrible things without mm-hmm. any judgment. Mm. And, and so by the end of the movie, like, yeah, but- there's no morality, the movie isn't, giving you a morality to live by. It's just like, I don't know. You can stop watching me. I guess it's basically the movie's attitude. And this isn't anywhere near that level of, uh, sort of just grossness, but it did, it did use the same mechanism of just like, there's, it's like when you're, if you've ever been in like a bad car accident or anything like this, where there's a moment when you go like, wait, this can't actually be happening. Right. Mm. Yep. Like this isn't really happening right now. Like I'm in terrible danger. Mm. And, Uh, that's what I felt for these guys. I was like, they're standing helpless. They, they, they are slowly coming to terms. The fact that they are actually fucked in in a, in a completely way. I felt like
2: the drug scene was the best because when you were doing, you can either fight it Mm -hmm. or just accept where you are and let the drug wear off. Right. And so, um, no joke! No joke! I, I don't want to. You're not putting this on the intro thing. If I say that, but I was at a. Well, I used to work in the art gallery business in New York in the late '80s. And a guy I was love this
0: it. story. I've heard it many times. Which one? The art gallery story.
2: The one where the guy. I, I know you gave me the joint. Yeah. and it had PCP in it. And, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and yeah and he, g- he gave it to everybody uh, before the opening of the show. So the gallery owner and everybody. And I literally, it was like I had to either say. I'm going to try to fight this, but I feel like my paranoia would have just taken me off a building, right, right off of, onto West Broadway. So I just have to roll with it. But right. and just and I felt in that drug scene, the, there were some trying to fight it and move, and then, or you just sit there and say, I just have to let this being they, leave and let it pass. And, let it pass. pass yeah. Yeah. and but at the same time, that's don't resist it. Just let it. And that's basically their story. Yeah. And it could either mm. be their life. Yeah. I just got to let this pass. Or uh, now you can sit there. The, the twist in humor was is that the guy that said, I'm going to just let it go through me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to let you go. And then he said, hey, what were you doing with a knife? And then he stabs him. Well, it, so, because
1: he lies. Like, he tells him, you know. don't, don't lie. And then the guy lies. I mean, I was just like, as soon as the guy was like, no, I wasn't going to do anything. I was like, mm. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> here it comes <laughs> there it is. sorry I almost got out of that one didn't happen <laughs> but they were
2: in this cycle that you can't really well that's that's the
1: brilliance of it is you like, can't escape re- it's like the I think everyone at, if you watch this movie all the way through you will identify with a feeling of uh, you uh, like any moment in your life when you realize you've missed the opportunity to save yourself from whatever bad thing is about to happen like the door closed and you're screwed is the is the mode that these people are operating in. And he explains it to him on the corner. He's just like, You don't get it. You're this. And he holds up his hand, like holds out his palm. You're there. You're you're there.
3: And he just squeezes his hand. Now get in that car and fuck <laughs> off or hit me with everything you've got. He <laughs> yeah, basically it. says that. Yeah, and then yeah. like
1: and it feels like that's the like if like there's a if there's a philosophy to the movie, it's that. It's like Death is coming for you.
3: Like, if you have a chance to escape,
1: take yeah. it. <laughs> Fucking act, <laughs> yeah. act right now. Yeah, because yeah. You can fuck your whole life away, and suddenly you'll be in this. You'll be in a hole, and you'll go, "How how did I end up in this hole?" Mm. You know, and uh, and I think that like he, you, know, like, you got to
2: get the browser that says your timeline. You will die <laughs> that's, this day. Yeah, That's exactly. Then you will yeah, constantly uh, know I'm not going to get in this hole. Yeah, boy,
1: it's, it's, it's a <laughs> reminder. Yeah. Tick tock,
0: tick tock. It's, you're it's, gonna is, die I think what
2: are you gonna do today
1: it's, it was ultimately very terrifying to watch this movie I was just like it was, I'm yeah. feeling why because
2: it was very real and you realize I could have been there if I was in that neighborhood I'd be like how do I escape this well,
3: poor it, souls if, well that was, the, that was the, the story behind the writing of it apparently because Shane and Paddy come grew up together they come from the same part it's dedicated to somebody too yeah, yeah to his
1: to his father maybe to his dad yeah I think so but yeah, yeah. yeah. Donald J. Trump Donald J. Trump what an American. <laughs> Robot movies, everybody. Robot movies. <laughs> Keep on going. Fifteen bucks. Anyway. So he wrote it together based <laughs> off their life experiences. Yeah. Like they and escaped.
3: It was, and, it was, and it was kind of, they, they talk about it, they, when the impetus of the movie, I think, was kind of, there's, there's a couple of stories that they tell. One was when Shane was growing up, Apparently he, he was like it was in this town where everyone's like trying to make a name for themselves and it's all he wanted to be the baddest motherfucker in town and he right. was hanging right. out with his skinhead and he kept saying to this skinhead When you gonna when am I gonna see you fight? When am I gonna see you fight? And apparently Shane said, This guy one night this guy said, Tonight, come with me. This guy we're going up to this guy's house, this guy called me a fucking name or something like that, I'm gonna go and beat him up. Right. So Shane's like, Great. Holds this guy's jacket. This guy knocks at the door. Door opens, and there's a young woman who's got Down syndrome holding a baby. And Shane said in that moment, he wanted this to end. He yeah. wasn't expecting right. that. He wanted the door to open and some big, bad. Yeah. Because mo- the story, right? Standing then yeah, there okay. that my right. mate's going to beat up. And Shane's trying to defuse the situation because right. he's like, this is going to go very bad and it's all going to be my fault because right. Right. I've egged this guy on for days to, right. to do this. And this guy's like, he's not backing down. So he asks for this woman's husband. The guy comes to the door and this guy just knocks him out and starts kicks the living crap out of him in the doorway. Mm. And he said after about two minutes of him just sticking the boot in this guy's face, he's had enough. <coughs> He pulls the guy up and he's like, You're right, Dave. Dave, come. You're right? right. Right. Do you want me to switch the kettle off? Like, you know, you'll be all right. You know, like, and he said it was just this weird combination of violence and this weird, he said almost like comedy at yeah. the end of this very mm. violent act. Yeah. And he said that was the beginning of me wanting to get out of that. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. said, that was just I've had enough. Yeah. I mean, and yeah I mean and- at
1: the end of the movie when like with that guy, the guy who's left. Yeah. Like, like it's like he is It's
3: almost like that's that could be Shane could in be a Shane. way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it was Shane said that him and Paddy sat down and there were so many stories like this from their hometown where they were like they couldn't believe these people had gotten away with some of this stuff that had right. gone on. He said some of it was Really fucked up, really right. nasty stuff that no one had ever paid for. Right. So I guess that's, then they said that was the avenging angel kind of concept yeah. of that you uh, always pay for something. Yeah. Bachi.
2: It's, it's my it's, wife's it's, Japanese. She say, always says, Bachi. You always have that Bachi over you. Like, it, there you it, go. You know, whatever you do, you are going to fucking what pay goes for it around. comes around. It comes around. It's, it's and, for you. Um, yeah. There's a, it's a, it, there's it. this is a wonderful podcast. And <laughs> despite the fact that Chris hates Englishmen, I and <laughs> I, th- and i just, look, I'm throwing it down. I'm being honest. And I told you we'd convince we, him. Yeah. <laughs> and if we keep talking about it, it will be truth. So it just <laughs> like, <laughs> look, besides Chris, uh, you know, hatred towards the English speaking people. Um, but the thing is, I found like movies like this. Really, it's such an interesting podcast and a great podcast and a great guest. It is really wonderful because you've got to come back because it's it really does. Movies like this, I think, are what movies should all be like. And you know, I was was reading a quote today by Scorsese. you know, like, oh, man, he doubles down, somebody said in, in this article, because he said, you know, it's all fucking theme park movies. Right. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's, and a, it's, it's, a, it's true. I miss, I miss Goodfellas. I miss that kind of, like, message or Crimes and Misdemeanors because I used to love Woody Allen movies. Well, he's, so doing, so, he's Rose, doing that as a
0: reaction because
3: – I still think you, all you can c- have intelligent – Sci-fi, though, do you know what I mean? No, there's like, actually a fair a, lot, a fair amount of that. Do you know that. what like, 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 I mean? Like, I do agree that right. there is that theme park thing out there that right. ha- that's happening right now. But I, I you know, uh, yeah, I miss films like this. I right. miss films like Dead Man's Shoes. But I also you know like seeing films like annihilation
1: absolutely oh, fill God, me with yeah. hope yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely you know uh
3: yeah.
1: because i mean like that because I, I think that actually what's weird like uh tracking like the reason why we have so many um superhero movies i mean it's, I, I watch these movies too you know it's like uh the reason why we have all this stuff is because people our age are in charge of making movies and mm. that's the shit we love when we grew up and yeah. so now we have the money to spend on this this stuff and here it is yeah and they're well they're generally well made and they're generally very entertaining and it's all it's all good. That's great. Like there are probably more pretty good movies being made now than ever before. Mm. You know, um, the only problem that we're facing is that, uh, because of the total domination of the box office, because of the, you know, these pretty good movies that are made that everyone loves. Um, and the complete total domination of home video streaming via Netflix and all this stuff, there is a section of movies that, is getting squeezed, and those are the movies that Scorsese generally loves, and I also. Well, those love. are the films he makes. Yeah, those and are the so kinds of movies well, he makes. Okay, so that's what's. It, but it's only. But uh, before we self-serving go off on, comment. Well, yeah, but but it's but it's understandable, <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, it's this I is think a reaction
0: to the Irishman. Though. That's why. Well,
1: yes. Well, yeah. And the thing is, I mean, like I, I think that I think he's totally right. I think it's incidental for the period. It's just we're going through a, a great big shuffling out moment, mm-hmm. where it's like. Well, no one's going to pay 15 bucks to go see the Meryl Streep movie. Like, they want to see it, but they will Ooh, wait till Netflix. We got to mm. see Laundromat. Yeah, Laundromat looks great. Yeah. It looks uh, great. I f- fucking love Soderbergh, so I'm, I'm all in on that. Yeah. That's Soderbergh? That's Soderbergh. I just yeah. saw it on One of the that. 20 movies he made this year. But Fuck. hold on a second. Before we go down,
2: <laughs> there are directors. There are directors today that are, I think, like like the uh, Melvilles or the oh, Houstons. Yeah. And yeah. it's um, Villeneuve, right? Villeneuve, oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely fantastic. yeah. And then... Um, he does sci-fi
0: films, by the way. I yeah, know, exactly. dude. <laughs> you
2: know, smart sci-fi. But there's, the thing is, the guy that did uh, The Killing of the Sacred Deer.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did what, the, the Lobster. Uh, le, low, le, logout, uh, lent, the Greek the gent- mus-
3: He is, is that. The lobster, Have you seen The Killing of the Sacred Deer? Lo- I didn't great. like that as much as I like Lobster. Lobster is perfect. Lobster is great. The favorite. Killing of the Sacred Deer was so tense. I thought, because it's a Greek tragedy.
2: Right. It was just so like, I was on my seat like what the fu- i was trying to solve it i had mm. couldn't and there was portions of this film you want to sew it the, what's going i yeah. what yeah. oh why is and then at the end it was genius his yeah. brother was dead yeah mm-hmm. no, and it's it was great. like oh and that little wonderful kind of it's it's great and there's still a simple cast too in the killing a sacred deer mm. yeah absolutely and i think that like there's a like i quick i'm yeah, sorry please the more extras you have, your message is diminished. Mm-hmm. So you, everyone can just look at the like at the call sheets of yeah. all these films, and if they have four hundred <laughs> extras, <laughs> then you the know,
1: director's not going to be really present if he, he has could, to also yeah. make <laughs> people. Like, you to
2: do all the extra stuff because <laughs> right, right, you think right. about some of these movies. There's no extras. Right, uh, right, right.
1: And yeah, you, very and simple, very focused, very simple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, they that. were
0: talking about on Lord of the Rings, they had four crews they didn't have second unit they had third and fourth units oh
1: yeah well because I mean as I understand it like he essentially he would get together with the other ADs and the other ADs were essentially also directing the movie they weren't simply organizing things Right. like they were just like okay let's all agree what this is going to look like and let's all go film four movies and then edit it together into a single movie Right. and I'll be the director of all of that but we can't yeah, you know, like, hey, you I can't the be the for shots. all of this. Yeah. It's not even possible. It would take me five years to do one film. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, obviously you can, there's, there's big movies that handle things very well, but it's, it's certainly rare. And like, when mm, like you Titanic. Seen, like Titanic. <laughs> like Titanic. Uh, nano man. It's, it's, you haven't seen it, so you don't nope. know. You don't know the power. I refuse. No, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> see, we will change you on this. We're watching this at your house. We're micing your house. and We're watching Titanic. Can't you take him to go see it in 3D? No, <laughs> no. no, Then we have to get him up to Santa Clarita. Oh, no, okay. No, that's too much. That's too much. But, uh, but we will watch it at his house. We'll mic the house. And then uh, I'm going to sit there and watch until you cry. <laughs> And it's going to be the best night of my life. <laughs> this is going to be, I cannot wait. And you I also, will
0: cry at the beginning. It's like, oh my God, he's making me watch this. Oh my
1: God, dude.
3: No, it's, 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 yeah, it's perfect.
1: Have you, You've never heard me go off on my Titanic routine,
3: have no, you? No, but Chris has told me that it's your favorite film of all time. It's, uh, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's up there. It's up there, I have to tell you. Killing of a Sacred Deer, Titanic. That's uh, That's my range. <laughs> uh. <laughs> any case yeah like the thing that i think uh like what i feel the lack of right now is movies like this and movies like um uh good time yes. and you know like where i Time's did not gone. like good time yeah, you did not like good time we i can't wait time.
2: to see the one about uncut gems oh yeah. have you seen the new yeah. one no, it's The it's same bro- soon. Safdie brothers. Yeah, those guys. It are is going to be phenomenal. like Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler. Yeah, he plays a diamond dealer yeah. in Midtown, like in the 30s. That sounds the, cool. I mean, oh, Safdie to be brothers, terrific. same kind of good time. Like, wah, wah, I wow. I wonder wah, who's wah.
3: doing the soundtrack of this. Same one. Same people. Yeah. Is it really. Yeah, but that was. It's oh, sound movies, music sounds so it's
2: Freaking, it's so cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. That's a great movie. Yeah, I great
3: movie. That's the stuff I'm really excited about. Chris didn't
2: like it because it was it was sophisticated themes but am still I allowed
3: to use the toilet whilst? yes you, you can right, yeah. not right yeah. here but no, can yeah. I go yeah, in yeah, <laughs> yeah. and insist what do we have all these
1: cups for
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yes. so while he steps away I just want to talk about Olive Garden's new breadsticks really combo really delicious <laughs> and we should spend a bad time I, I, I,
1: do uh, how do other podcasts do this you know, do what like, do the like, as, like you well listen to a podcast and suddenly like the sound kind of changes a little bit and then they start introducing the thing they're going to talk about like which is the advertisement
0: oh they do the advertisement? Yeah. Like they, different they make places it. do different ways. So, I mean, sometimes I do it at the beginning. It's like, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace.
2: Right, right. By Casper Mattress. I mean, that's whatever it is. Years, years ago, my old, old writing partner of mine sent me something that was on YouTube. And it was from a television show in the 81 on NBC. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is the perfect. He's like, you got to watch this. So it was like a, like something was happening with a boat and a police helicopter. And then... <laughs> Cut to Robert Wagner, and he's like... Heart to Heart is at you know NBC at Wednesday nights at eight. Oh, it was God. like a cu- an advertisement in the middle of this heist thing. I love it. I like love where it. he's in a helicopter, but low angle. Obviously he's in the back lot. You know, right, and it right. was just like it was so I like love cheap. love that stuff, dude. So good. But that's what it is, basically. He's yeah. cutting in and doing the little commercials.
1: Yeah, because I I, I listen to this.
0: I love the uh, podcast. Uh, you made it weird. They're getting. Oh yeah, you made it weird. You me. made it
1: is great. That's a long one. It's very long. Yeah. That's another. It's like sometimes goes three hours, whatever it is. But yeah. like he gets all of his advertising done. I shouldn't say
0: that because the podcast I just put out today, uh-huh. our horror film one. That was epic. Four and a half hours. Well, we did you do You had all movies. the pictures, right? I did everything. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, those yeah, were great. Those were
1: great. Did you see them? What a yes. What a bonanza. It was, so, it was the delicious My favorite. Yeah. Oh,
2: I, sorry.
0: I put you on the floor audition. Yes. <laughs> yes. I saw perfect. it. It's fantastic, it's dude. It's perfect. I, I the, the, my favorite one you did is, is the audition scene where you're like doing this, like you're framing. Oh, oh so good. I yeah. found the pin
2: where he's lying on top of you. I found that and I yeah. put you did in you see, there.
0: Yeah. Did you see
1: the Instagram animation that I did for that? No. No. Oh, dude, hang on. Did you see the stuff I did
3: for the audition for him? I've seen the one of... Just the still. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah it's still, too good. No, yeah. for,
1: for Instagram, I, com- I I comboed a bunch of these. So it is, uh, uh, let's see. It is uh, Eric, you and Donald Sutherland sitting at the audition judging table <laughs> with me off to the side, holding up my oh, hands in genius. the frame. It zooms back out of that and kiss, and rather, uh, 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 Chris is about to make out with the mannequin from... <laughs> And, oh and man! And I gotta tells, see that. It tells such a story. I was like, "This is my greatest work in ten years." <laughs> I <laughs> now, gotta see that. Now I can be proud. The
2: one with you in the Donald Sutherland film, where you're with the old ladies. Oh, oh yeah, that I, one's god, god, I
0: love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah,
2: yeah there was some good ones on that. Because it was dark
0: Valley. I, I hope it. You know, I, I also those like, those like the one we did it. of me, where I'm with the two old ladies. They're on across the river. Yeah, and you're waving, and I'm waving yeah. with the hat on. That's oh my god! One.
2: Wait a minute. Have you seen the ones for Lenny?
0: Yes. Yeah, no, we saw Lenny Len ones are also Okay, the Lenny, Lenny ones out? are... No, 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 Lenny's not out yet. Yeah, he won't be out for a. am doing
2: that. the Heat ones right now.
0: Okay. How are they coming Durrito. out? Chorito. Michael Chorito.
2: <laughs> this Slick, know, for me. Slick. Who is this Slick? The action Durrito. is Chorito. That's right. I'm in. You know, you we, did, we did. We did a
1: podcast on Heat, and it was two hours of these guys bagging on that movie, and I couldn't sleep. What are you talking <laughs> about? On. on
2: that movie? Hold on, you're and so full no of shit. We problem with the movie. <laughs> wait a <laughs> minute, hold on a second. Not these two guys. It wasn't <laughs> we
0: did not acknowledge the fact that it was a perfect movie, and just that.
1: Yeah, that's it, right. It was I take that back. I was critical of it because I
0: just right. felt right. like
2: there was a casting and costume issue. No, no, the costumes, the Brennan girl, I didn't feel was good. Yeah, I mean, for and show you actually to De Niro's me. girlfriend.
0: <laughs> if that was Patricia uh, Arquette, she just wasn't white. Right. Right. She wasn't very, very interesting. Tight, point. Very you interesting know, point. Yes, at very all,
2: true. and she was frumpy. And it was like, if you're going to make her a rich girl that's kind of lost in L. A., give her a nice, you know, if, have her dressed th- th- nice or a nice ass or so, something. It, but little could, did you know, it was everybody, nothing. this is
1: actually an ad for the podcast that we did record, and you can now go and look up. this is our heat. This is a sample. But we have I actually
0: think I'm looking at the schedule. I'm actually think I'm going to release this one next week.
1: Oh, great. Okay. I'm so made so, so he's Dan gonna be is TV up. man, too. Okay. I but have we, we a TV uh, man. So this is actually, we're still in Halloween land. Yeah. yeah. We're still in Halloween land. So we've done a Halloween episode. People have already heard
0: that by the time they heard this. it's It, it it's came, out, out, it's came out. out like an hour before we started right. recording. So that's out, uh, that's
2: unbelievable technology, Chris. <laughs> How do we even do this? Yes. Oh, it's like for the wonders it's, of the internet. You know, between <laughs> so nice. all the talk of films, there's like a lot of dishbaggery. And yeah. it's mostly these guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, on the radio, he you can't tell who he pointed at,
1: but you can, doesn't you can like assume. doesn't
2: like people other countries.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> okay. So with that in it's still It's still Halloween. Oh, uh, uh, what are your favorite Halloween? What's your Halloween, Halloween recommendations now, as a, as guest of the podcast in Halloween time? What would you what would you throw out there for horror horror movies that uh, that people have not yet seen? Last week we did, um, or as far as people know, we listed Pin, Canadian film, which is very weird and upsetting. Yeah, uh, Audition, which was your pick, yeah. uh, which is all a Japanese film, weird and upsetting. And mine was Don't Look Now with Donald Sutherland, right? Uh, as naked as possible. <laughs> so, if people aren't encouraged to see that, I don't know what else we could possibly say. But what would, what
3: would you throw into that pile? Prince of Darkness. Oh, oh, I just
1: rewatched it. Oh my god, that movie! Just rewatched that one. That's a, it's
3: good. I just missed. One. They had a screening of it at the church in mm-hmm. Little Tokyo whilst oh, wh- I was in THU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, which wow. I I went to that screening like two years ago or three years ago. Nice. They do it there every year, that's and you can take your photo out the front of the church. <sighs> God, it's like, I, I it, yeah. saw
2: a horror film, no joke, I, I don't know who, who made it yeah. or what it is. And it's not the one from the early 80s. I, a guy I know in New York took me with this other guy, and we went to see an English horror film from 63, 64. And the guy only made one film, and I can never remember the name of the film or the director's name. It's not Wicker Man, is it? No, no,
3: that's 70s, early 70s. Yeah, 73
2: early 60s it scared black and white
3: scared the shit out of it's me it's not Whistle and I Will Come To You is it? is it or, or is it, oh. the, was it wait. wait a minute what's that film? Whistler and I Will Come To You
2: huh I gotta look at the pictures Might I gotta, that that scared the shit out of me it was at a festival in Lincoln Center somewhere and I was like holy and and it's about
3: play- it's about a man who takes his wife who has dementia to an old people's home down in the south coast of England yes that's it. Stays in a nearby hotel. my God. A, yes. Stays, that's incredible. At, stays in a nearby hotel. Yes. Holy shit. What is that visit, called again? Whistle, whistle and I Will and Come, I will come, to, come you. to You. And it was a remake. There's a remake with John Hurt in it, which is even scarier than the original Black and White. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know He's about this at all. fucking terrifying. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whistle and I Will Come To You. Yeah. It's based on a book. I want to see the John-, old Br- old British, the John Hurt. Yeah, that's the John Hurt version is I really see. Yeah. disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> really disturbing because uh, he gets he, he's staying in this hotel on gotta, his own you
2: know what let's do that and you come back at some point because Wait, he's just,
3: because he's checked his no, wife into this, sure? old, don't this home right, right, right. and he wants to English stay nearby <laughs> uh-huh. and because it's off season he's the only one in this building and, he stu- and every, ru- every oh, night something comes to his door this
2: season
1: oh this, this and what's shot- a, is the John Hurt one named the same thing or yeah. is it oh my god yeah, yeah. now
3: and for some reason once and this, this be- thing keeps following him up the beach he goes for a walk oh, on the man. beach and he keeps looking behind him and there's this figure Right. that follow and it's just it's yeah Distur- it's oh, really really yeah, disturbing that sounds, that sounds whistle
2: great. and I will follow well, no. whistle oh, and I will come, come to, you. Come to, will you. Come to you. you that's the kind of but shit that I not to be confused guys not. by the way in a quick way whistle and I'll get you your breadsticks <laughs> yes <laughs> and that is we're just going to do a quick <laughs> yeah. thing for Olive Garden just saying And but we should have you back I suggested you come back and we do whistle Yeah. come to you oh absolutely really man. we should do but both versions he was shaking his head he was shaking his head like no so I'll find out why he wants want to know it's because English people it in it. But some of them get killed. I love yeah. John We've Hurt, done, by yeah. the way. John Hurt is yes. one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, so, Elephant Man, we got to do. Oh, oh yeah, man. of course. That's classic. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. should do a John Hurt Bonanza. We should. Maybe Whistle and I'll. No, no, no. And uh, <laughs> The Elephant Man. <laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, and Alien. And
3: Contact. Alien. Yeah. No, we'll just have you do memory. Have you seen yet? I just yet? saw it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's really good. Oh, my friend called
2: from New York. He got this brand new book on the making of Alien. Mm hmm. Uh, they just came out. It's really beautiful. Oh, book.
1: dude, yeah. This uh, the documentary that they just put out with maybe in tandem with this. With the I book, think it's in tandem. Yeah, uh, is All it's really pretty spectacular. Yeah. Like it's a really nice cross section of like it? it's. Uh, you can rent it on um, uh, Apple Amazon. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, it's like seven bucks or something like this. But it's definitely worth it. And What's it it's called? like it's called Memory Origins of Alien. Uh, and it's a really nice. Uh, it's a, It's sort of like a combination of like it's a little bit of a making of and a little bit of a uh, sort of, you know, retrospective analysis of what. You know, like what it's placed in cinema history and all this kind of stuff. But, like, there's. It's hard to find new things to tell me about that movie, seeing as though I've seen it every day of my life. Um, but they do. Managed to find some new things to say, and the uh, stuff that I already knew they said And it's and good powers stuff, powers. like his kids well, were in
2: it. Yeah, in the miniaturization.
1: Oh yeah, in the spacesuits. Yeah, yeah. they didn't. Have to, I don't think they brought that up in this. That is one of my favorite facts. When the when the uh, when they were buying the landing, my mother was like,
2: "There's no way you're doing this." He's like, "We're doing it. We're oh, gonna start it's so shooting it." So good.
1: Yeah, I, they had one of the uh, spacesuits at the Smithsonian Museum, and I saw it. and I was like, "Why is that spacesuit so small?" And it's it was like because it was his kids the, just to make the scale like, much larger. It's the Hitchcock thing, in That's like. So cool. um,
2: uh, what's the Hitchcock movie where uh, the guy works at an airplane factory during World War II? Oh, uh, Saboteur. Saboteur. Yeah. They did that. So all those shots of the, the field are in the Warner Brothers' lot. And yeah. Or sabotage. sabotage. Saboteur is the other one. Yeah. It's like all the planes sure. get smaller. The one yeah. I love is the one with the umbrellas in Holland. Oh, yeah.
1: That's um, – yeah, uh, 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 For uh, a uh, Correspondent?
2: Foreign correspondent. Yeah, that's it.
1: That's great. Oh fuck, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite Hitchcock. That's one of my favorite, favorite, yeah. of my favorite yeah. Hitchcock films. Yeah, for, for the old for the old Hitchcock stuff. Foreign correspondent is the, is is the unsung masterpiece. And that, Everyone else goes thirty nine steps, which that, is great. That, but. that
2: umbrella yeah. shot is like what De Palma pretty much stole. Yeah, that's his for, whole career. Yeah, yeah that's basically his whole career. Oh man, I man, I love that. I'll, I love that. Old but we got to do a John Hurt. Um, we'll do. i down. Whistle. And no, we we should do. Um, yeah. We should do. Uh, 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 Hurt's great. Uh, what's did he, he died, didn't he, did he? like die. a year or two ago? Yeah.
1: yeah, he did finally die. He was
2: also in Heaven's Gate.
1: He was, uh, yeah, that's what I was just trying to think of. I was, think we should do Heaven's Gate, which every time I watch it, I in like fact, a little that's bit the more. the of that song. Which means I almost like it. <laughs> Hurt's so good. Hurt's so good. Yeah, dude, let's do this.
4: That's
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. What that's the title that? of the podcast. Yeah, Hurt's so, Hurt so good.
2: You mean the John Mellencamp song? Do <laughs> yes. can you, can you know an do? interesting <laughs> fact about that? Do you know the interesting That <laughs> That song's a very interesting song in that album. Yeah, it's about y'all Hurt. <laughs> Hurt's so good. It was produced, Since it was done by, by, by Mick, Mick Ronson. He was Bowie's guitarist, and then when he broke up, the Spiders from Mars. He went to play for Bob Dylan in the Rolling Thunder Review in '76. Mm-hmm. Then he started just doing producing stuff. He also produced Transformers and did, you know for Lou Reed in mm-hmm. the early '70s with Bowie for Michael Bay. But he did that. <laughs> ow, ow! The whole guitar circle was full circle. Came right back. He around. made that hit for him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was like a model or something like that. John Mellencamp. He was. Yeah, he was doing modeling work, and he came to. Um, uh, he was kind
1: of – he was handsome. He is handsome. He's still around.
2: He – there's an interesting thing. Sammy Hagar interviewed him, by the way. Um, Sammy Hagar interviewed him and you can see it on YouTube. Sammy has a show uh, and he's actually friends with a guy I talked to today who was curmudging with me. Mm-hmm. And he has a show and he interviews all these people. Mellencamp's an amazing painter, figurative painter. No kidding. Oh my God, dude. I knew that he made a short, he made a feature film in the early 90s, something about an angel he directed. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. And I knew he was into a guy named Walter Sickert, who was a a great painter that I love. English. English, that's right. And there was a lot of great from that time period who used to be illustrators.
3: Sickert, and there's a guy painting. Apparently, one of Sickert's paintings has the identity of Jack the Ripper hidden in it
1: really that is interesting
3: that's like
2: the English Ashcan school because I loved Ashcan with Robert Henry that whole school and a lot of Scorsese pulls from that Uh, Glackens Mm -hmm. Henry and um, but the thing is he paints like him man so he's real thick with his application but he's he's a great painter I saw his work in the 90s and i my head exploded. I was like I can't believe this is Jack and Diane guy that's incredible. And yeah, he's a great that. painter. His out. son is even better. But if you see the Sammy Hagar thing online. I used to like Mellencamp. He did. I a Scarecrow cool. is a great album. Cool. I mean, and it music. had uh, his drummer was uh, Kenny Aronoff, who was an amazing drummer, man. He was one of the best drummers. Him and like Clem Burke, who right. um, great drummers, man. Those guys that grew up on like Bonham, but then in the 80s came around. They had that great kind of finesse and power to him and Aronoff played with Dylan and everybody but the point is uh, John Cougar Mellencamp you you watch this thing with Sammy Haver you see him in the studio he's in Illinois in this huge great studio which I had you know just like cool huge and he's just painting with an an apron on and he's heavy set and he smokes a ton and he just sits with them and he goes through these huge canvases and they're beautiful that's amazing so you see that it's like wow this guy's really got the chops man oh man that's a whole different life there's a lot of Singers that were great artists—they oh, yes. just didn't talk yeah. about that, or they didn't do it. You know who's a really, really good painter? I, I don't have the money to buy his work, but I would if I sold a certain thing in my life that I've been devoting so many. Justin songs Timberlake. To. That's right. No, that. uh, Paul Simonon. Who's Paul Simonon? He's the basis for the Clash. If you uh, look at London Calling, he's the hmm. guy smashing the bass? If you—I'll send you guys a link of Paul's in his studio. His stuff is beautiful. He paints like Sickert. Who is thick and his. Unbelievably who's beautiful. the actor
0: I'm thinking of from uh, Best in Show? Who's a big well, uh, painter? McKe- uh, McKe- Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon's yeah. a big painter, too? He actually a- considers himself a painter before he considers yeah. himself an actor. A and Jonathan, of Jonathan-, Jonathan- Giant you know who's a great totally painter? Is Jonathan Winters.
1: Oh, yes. No, I've seen his stuff. He had a book called Hang-Ups that came yeah, out. He was he really quite He was good. a good yeah. painter.
2: Yep. A lot of those guys, and I've been watching old... Uh, Him on Carson this past week just to Mm. catch up on the old style because he was such a great comedian, like changing personalities. And he basically was like, you know, it's Zen to me because uh, otherwise I'm waiting for my agent to call. So I just go to the basement and paint and it could be, you know, 12 hours a day. But you do that for 25 years. You really have the chops. And it's a, you know, anybody can draw and paint. Have you
1: seen um, uh, the movie on uh, David Lynch on his painting? Yes. Uh, Like I've been rewatching this many times on Criterion. Uh, I, t- I tweeted about it as well. It's uh, called David Lynch The Art Life. And uh, I initially thought it was boring. And now I love that it's boring. Like, I just leave it on because the movie is about process. Mm. Like, it is just... Going is that the one fun-
3: where there's just, like, a little camera in part of it and it's and he's just sitting there he's smoking, smoking yeah. talking to someone that's off camera.
1: Yeah. He smokes and paints pa- yeah. coffee and smokes yeah. The yeah, paints he, more. Yeah. Like I was
3: just like after like
1: first time I was I was waiting for some big revelation about mm. like you know some rich part then just like no just watching him work. Yeah, And now I literally keep it on my second screen to remind me what the fuck to pay attention to in yeah, yeah, my yeah. work. You just go like there just was get a, up do this every day. There was day. a video you know that Daniel
0: Buck and I watched over and over again it's on YouTube and it was just like handheld home video and it's um, Christopher Walken uh, cooking, cooking uh, the chicken. Chicken you and pears. You sent that to me. Yeah. Chicken and pears. It's and amazing. I was like, this is amazing. And you keep watching because it's Walken. Yeah. And you're thinking like he's about to kill someone. Yeah. Nope. He's just cooking chicken pears. He is and cooking pear.
1: chicken and pears. And then you just okay. put this thing oh, yeah. right on it's top like, of it. Yeah. There's something a little about
0: it. crunchy to the, yeah. to the thing.
2: There's oh, something, I have to watch Doing, that. doing not something. That. Yeah. <laughs> I think good. he was trying to get a cooking show going. And so the thing, oh, small, strange, but true. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned earlier the guy below when I was talking about Goodfellas, Carlo. He and his friend uh, – I worked for Abel Farrar at one point in the 90s. No
1: way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And so – but Jim <laughs> – This comes
1: up on the podcast and every time Jim, I watch well, But no, I'm not – I'm not just – I'm just trying to remember No, I'm jealous of you is what but I'm saying. But Carlo
2: uh, – but Jim Mull, whose sister, sister, sister uh, was Gretchen, he edited for him. No. But I know that he – did a cooking show he Walken tra- did. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to get a cooking show off the ground and I know he was work helping him. I would have It was
1: I in the 90s or something. I would have watched that show. My god. Christopher Walken, if you're the still funeral. out The funeral. I worked yeah, on that. Yeah. What the Yeah, I know, right? Imagine yeah. imagine
2: having to do a podcast did, every week with this I did dude, the addiction and, you want, like, and I did I want uh, to murder yeah, you. worked on that cuz <laughs> I so I jealous. worked for this guy um I was at nyu in the grad for uh film design so i worked on like it's one of my f- it's up there, smoke, there for me. Yeah. The face, so yeah. all that stuff i remember like yeah,
1: all the paul o- o- Oscar stuff and all Oster that. stuff but yeah 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 can
3: we come can i come back on and we can talk about abel ferrara oh my god come dude, back anytime
1: yeah. yeah absolutely do a little the uh,
3: funeral is like it's incredible it's such a good film and yeah. hardly anyone's seen that uh, you, you know, know it's one uh, of those uh, movies, movies.
1: I, I'm gonna say my King in New York. Yeah, can, uh, my my actual weird. F- is the can, gun. The can girl I, with the gun? The girl. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, okay. So like, I'm, I'm a big Ms. Forty Five fan. That's the uh, thing. That was Miss favorite like, film. Ms. Forty Five is fantastic. No, at least he said it was. Um, I also like the uh, the Addiction. Uh, oh. Quite a bit. I
2: worked on the Addiction, dude. That's a fucking crazy. And movie. I was an in love movie. with. Uh, I'm uh, L- blown
3: away right now. Lily Taylor. Lily Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And, and I that was remember. Dude, that was
2: her time. She was so beautiful, yeah, and I was, was there. Fantastic. And I would Still be is. on set. It'd be like three thirty in the morning, yeah. and we would be on Tenth Street. And I would go outside to have a, and I don't want to say you know, I used to, and so I would go and have a, <laughs> a, um, a smoke. And she would be, and we'd sit out there, and, and just then Chris out with would Tomlin. be like Tomlin. pacing Tomlin. around. Yeah, and then Walker would be pacing around, yeah. going back because the set would be really hot. And it'd be right. a townhouse. And it was like, and then I, the girl that lived across the street from me, we worked in the same office together, was Edie, because she dated a friend of mine, Edie Falco. How long?
1: Okay. Oh, God. Good God, dude. So, I didn't even know the Edie yeah. Falco
2: story. No, but she dated a guy, JD, because we all worked for the director together. Mm-hmm. And in that office, it was uh, Larry Fong, who went mm-hmm. on to shoot. And it was Yeah, Col- Watchman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Super A, yeah. but Larry, and then that was when J.J. Abrams used to come by, mm-hmm. and he had just r- wrote, he just wrote like regarding Henry, so right, all right, of a right. sudden, right. he was a bright guy, and, he, he, yeah, and then, very smart man, um, and it was, um, in the back was a guy starting a company, and it was called his, uh, David Zander, and it was Morton Jenkel Zander is the company he started, and it was like an ED, and I drove a truck. Right. And I was going to grad school, so I drove the camera truck or I drove the truck, and I have to go pick up props and props for today but- and uh and yeah, Edie lived across the street by Taylor's in the West village, and she 's the roller skate back right. and uh but she she by the time I moved out to LA, she became huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I want her to be in the thing that I wrote, as the uh, oh, housekeeper she, Jean. She's
1: so great, dude. Lily, Lily Taylor, is magnificent. She's just but great. Lily
2: Taylor, I was in love with. Like I've she was in, so the, the last beautiful.
1: Thing I was Public Enemies. I think. That was, yeah, yeah that's much it.
2: she was so beautiful, yeah, and I was great. like, Whoa. she's great,
1: great actor. But yeah, like that uh, Mystic
2: Pizza. Mystic Pizza.
1: Yeah, that's a good little, really good little fun indie picture. But she
2: was in something else that I uh, Dogfight. It's great to something talk about. in New York. You know, and you talk about regrets. I do remember when I was there and I was in school, and a guy called me. And he said, Crystal called me. And he said, Do you want a PA on something? I was like, I got a huge thing to do at school because I'd work for this director and then go to grad school. And I was like, A huge thing. He's like, It's they're shooting this thing called Clerks. We just need some PAs. Oh my God! And I was like, Jesus, really? I was like, No, I can't do it. And so so I turned that down. And and then the other one, the uh, (laughs) the the the, the other one was that I should have gone was they were shooting this film down the street, and I think it was Carlos. Like, do you want to make some money or Kevin Moore? Somebody was like, Do you want to help out PA and make a little extra cash? It's night shoot and it was it's all turnovers and you're like no, no. it was and <laughs> yeah. I it was on principle now <laughs> god what is the movie where it was supposed to be Brad Pitt because I worked for Fisher Stevens and the producer for him worked on that film as a producer and mm-hmm. it was um, uh, about this Hollywood actor in it was Le Rem- oh
1: yeah no it's with Steve Buscemi yes Yeah. it's uh, into, uh, uh, Living in Oblivion Living in Oblivion yeah Yep. I don't and, know that. Yeah, that's, oh, it's one of the great... It's an oh, indie movie that It's was about great, filmmaking. And right. it, like, it was so good. It's, it's so accurate and so funny. That yeah, it's, not funny it's at all. great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this makes me want to die. <laughs> but it's absolutely. It's got... Uh, uh, what's his name? He played Tyrion on Game of Thrones, I think. Um, Talking about
2: Game of Thrones, when I was... People would call and say, do you want to do jobs like designing stuff? So I I worked for Melbourne Van Peoples. I designed costumes and sets and stuff. And I remember I did a theater show at the White Church Theater past Canal Street and I was busting my ass as usual, like working school, work, doing, designing a show and it had, and it was, it was, and I went back to my old thing. It was Peter Dinklage. No oh, man,
1: he is fucking awesome.
2: Like a young, because he was yeah. in it with this other guy. Do you remember was, he wasn't the, tr- uh,
0: the station master? No, the, the train, station agent. The station the agent. Station yeah, agent. Yeah, so when I saw terrific. that, yeah, I was like, I because knew, it was Frank, like, I was like, that guy's great. It was yeah, Frank Whaley him, yeah.
2: and him in this uh play and I'll dig my things up my old portfolios yeah. of the stills and I was like wait a minute that's Bush the guy I, who, <laughs> I love
1: that guy yeah he's, he gets uh, first he's, billing on Game of Thrones yeah he's well he's like he's the reason the to watch that show. Like, i want to see my dinner incredible.
2: with Hervé. the guy the oh, yeah. english right. director that i mentioned earlier sasha Gervais, mm-hmm. he directed that oh really oh, wow. and it's a true story yeah because he was he went and interviewed, says, yeah. yeah, he went interviewed him and he made a doc about it
1: yeah yeah man oh man dude yeah you've lived the life I'm old and I have no career you've lived the life I swear to God but it doesn't mean anything because I'm old and I have no career here you are in this fucking little room talking about movies god damn it no it's all good it's beautiful you know what it's it beautiful. is
2: I, do, I was like oh I'll do that you know, are on the verge of
1: selling a great big fantastic no, thing it's
2: glorious but I loved working I always worked I mean I was a, a workhorse back in New York it's I mean that's amazing. how I lost my, I was living with like somebody, you're not a workhorse a girl, and, now poor, you're a workhorse now it just ended and it broke my heart and oh I just, But I was like a workaholic, man. I'd be working as, Melvin appo-
1: as opposed to, to Go to what? school, work for a director. <laughs> you just turned in a like a seventy-five page magical looking. One hundred and fifty-three. I cut it down to eighty-four. Page <laughs> book. Oh my god! Because my partner's like, you You're like, can't oh man, handle. the days when I was a workaholic. As opposed to last week when I did a full color, one hundred fifty-eight. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not, I don't think it's changed. <laughs> exactly. yeah. But
3: that, to me, I think you know what you were just saying about relationships, and you know, like. Make you're obviously making sacrifices, yeah. But that's kind of like I don't know. I think we've all kind of been there in a while. Like Mm -hmm. I think all of us sitting in here, right? Yeah. And it's just kind of. I think about. I look at some of my friends and they're married with kids and mortgages and stuff like that, and it's like
2: I got the same thing. Also, I don't
3: like. I don't know, yeah, and and that's great, but I've just always I've just always been about work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. You, you can know, do a little bit of both. You can do a bit of both. I know. But it's a I, thing for right? me. Because for me, it's I've, I, there's I've a conversation I remember ever... having with my
0: wife a long time ago, where she says, "Like, do you want to be a good person? Do you want to be a great person?" <laughs> yeah, right. Because right? there's a sacrifice somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, I have certainly, certainly like you have to be. <laughs> I, I think that the the
1: thing is because now I mean, like I'm. We've got four kids and all this other stuff going right. on. And, You've uh, got four kids? I know. Yeah. Four when did kids? that happen? It was a
2: magical experience.
3: <laughs> you need to tie a knot in it, bro. <laughs> you. You, you actually put the
0: condoms on. You don't swallow them. Oh,
1: <laughs> fuck. <laughs> gosh, man. Now you tell me. You know the story <laughs> oh, about yeah. the
0: guy who comes home when he has five kids. He's like, honey, honey, I figured it out. You're supposed to take the pill.
1: <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, but yeah, no it's the Shit, like it is,
3: it is definitely a, uh like uh like a, I've got so I mean respect, bro. I, oh, no, awesome. dr- like, I, mean, I could just I can just
1: about dress myself <laughs> in the mornings. Yeah, these these guys are these guys are fantastic. And it's like the the uh and and uh, how can I say this? Like the because uh because of, you know, I love making stuff and making movies and mm. writing and all this other stuff. And like that's all I like that's all I want to do with mm. my time. You know, that's I mean, that's what I that's my whole thing. Um so it, we do spend a lot of time talking about that as a family and me and Anna and all this stuff, trying to just figure out what the balance is. Mm. And it's the uh like the most difficult thing is like you don't want to like I think that there are plenty of people who have done things like they you know they want they say they want to do something creative. They want to they're like oh I want to make movies or whatever. So I want to become an actor, and then they go but I had kids and so I stopped right, and like that's I understand that choice, I, I understand that choice. The stress is high, but at the same time I I'm almost suspicious that it's a little bit of a story, you know because and I think it and it and where you just go like well you know. And that's because my kid... And that's sort of fucking putting it off on your kids pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, well, you know, I love you, and that's why I let you fuck me over like that. <laughs> you know, and I just, I'm like, you that's, know, like, you have to find a way... You, I, have, you owe it to... If you actually love uh, yourself and what you do, yeah. and you love them, um, you owe they it... shouldn't it, stop. You shouldn't stop, because mm-hmm. you don't want to set the example for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, listen, I want you to try as hard as you can for your dreams, but if you don't make it by the time you're 35... Give up and then be sad.
0: Okay. Like so you don't want
1: that. You wouldn't want them to make that I'll, choice. I'll so you a, should not model that I'll give choice. you a
0: couple stories. One, when, you know, uh, I was, uh, when I was an architect and I was an interning at an architecture firm in New York at Fox and Fowl Architects in Chelsea, right? And so I got there as a really good architecture firm and I'm a young, Enthusiastic, you know, still in grad school, sleeping your way to the top, right? <laughs> right, <Sleeping away laughs> to just the trying note. to paint a picture. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was excited about stuff, and they they kind of put me on a somewhat of a design team, and uh I was getting frustrated about certain design choices, and I was communicating it while I'm working on stuff, and this this guy who's like, you know, in his you know mid 30s or so, is looking me, is like, ah, oh, Chris, I was like, you know, we all had dreams that we were going to be a you know, famous architect at some point, but then we all gave up on that. And he gave me that story, and I was looking at him like, well, maybe you gave up. Yeah, I <laughs> You know? Yeah. Why, why should? Why are you telling me to give up? Just because yeah. your life is sad yeah. doesn't mean that my not, life has I'm not a, part
1: of the story that you're making up for yourself right, right now. Not, you're, you're not, you're you're not telling me that, that,
0: like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're going to be... I'm, I'm going to be just as unsuccessful as you right. are. I'm going to be doing, you know, construction documents for the right. rest of my life. Right. And that was a bullshit thing. And the other one that upset me... Was uh, when I when I did end up getting a job at, at Gensler at the time, and and uh, you know I, I I'd gone to Rice whatever, and then the, the very Texas in Houston, right? A like very Texas thing. Some guy was, you know, they all they're all very proud of going to Texas A and M, and they're like Texas, like, yeah, yeah. like go Longhorns or yeah. whatever they're doing, right? And uh, Longhorns is actually uh, uh, UT, but anyway, point made. It's right. Still true, and then they look at me and it's like, "Oh, Chris, you—you you, like you just think you're special because you went to Rice." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you, you damn tootin'. Because you know what? That was really hard to get into.
1: Yeah, and, you just think you're special because you worked incredibly hard to get where you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. Yes, yes, it's true. I I I'm mean, proud of and myself. I'm sorry. Yes, I am proud of that, and I should be proud of
0: that. And I worked really hard, and I should. Why shouldn't I be proud of that? Right. And then, though you don't just, it's. College is not like who has the best football team, which is yep. what it comes down to for a lot of those sure, guys, sure. Yep. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like
1: all of this stuff is just like it's, uh, you know, when you let ego uh, make story choices for you, or you're just trying to make a story when you're trying to make a story out of your life instead of like doing the things you want to be doing. Right? Then you're just you're hurting yourself. You know, it's just like that gets in your own fucking way. Like it's like I have I have friends who have. You know, like, a so, you know, like they're you know, out in Hollywood and they're trying to become a, whatever it is and then they give up and they move back to so and so. And then they complain, you know, well, you know, I gave it a shot. I'm like, no, you didn't. You moved away. Okay, now, that, now let's, you now us <laughs> like, let's, let's, you don't have to do, like, you don't have to be a filmmaker. You don't
0: have to choose to do any of this. In fact, let but let's give this a me, devil's advocate here mm-hmm. because the fact is, the. Four of us in here are very biased towards this. We are all mm-hmm. hugely ambitious, right? Uh, yes. We yes. have huge visions. Like we're constantly thinking of the next things. We want to – creatively, we're very ambitious, right? Yeah, but uh, like to, uh, to, to well, our – hold, hold, hold on. on. No, no. Hold on. Go ahead. So the fact is that that's not necessarily the truth for a lot of people, right? This is what you I was going to say. Can't, yes. You can't – You, can't, yes. you can't, that can't be done. And I, there, was a, there was a stupid sitcom that I saw. I remember it. And it was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible sitcom mm-hmm. That I think it had like two two sh- two episodes and it got canceled, mm-hmm. but I think it had uh, cop rock. No, I think it no, had. She said uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> what, what a dude! Who's, who's, who's the who's the the guy uh, the actor who uh, played? Uh, oh, Woody Helson was in it.
1: Oh, yes. Okay, so yes. Woody
0: Harrelson was on it for like a little bit. And this guy was like, I'm going to do something in my life. I'm going to be successful and I can't, you know. And he was like, oh, what if I fail? What if I fail? Right. And the guy, looked, Woody Harrelson's character, in the, and like I said, it was terrible. But this line was really stuck to me and goes, not everyone can be an astronaut. Who's going to deliver the mail? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like that's the, the point is there are there, – it's okay to be a mailman, right?
1: Of course. So this, this is what I was going to say. Right. Okay, is that the, there's, a, there's a if you're telling yourself a story, right, about your life and telling a story about what you, like, that you're more important as a person because you're a filmmaker, you're not. Right. Like, you're not. Like, it's just something. But you hear that narrative yeah, here. It's, it's baloney. It's only something you want to be doing. And if you aren't doing it, then you should try to figure out a way to do it right. so that you're happy. If you don't want to do it, you should not be doing it. You should be doing the thing you want to be doing. If you want to fucking hang out and but read, you books, just said it. It's
3: about being happy. It's about
1: being happy. Right. That's literally it. It doesn't like. There's nothing. You don't get a gold star for like achieving your dreams. Like you just get. You just are happy doing the thing you are doing. And if you uh, if you really want to be a filmmaker, right and you stop trying because the story you're telling yourself is I've been trying so hard and it hasn't worked out. So I'm going to give up and now I'm going to be sad and complain about not being able to be a filmmaker anymore. You fucked yourself. Mm. You're telling yourself a story in which you are sad and there's no point in doing that. Like if you, if you know, like I have a very good friend, one of my best friends ever, uh, who has no particular ambition to do anything and he's extremely happy. Like he has a wonderful family. Mm. He does it. He goes to work, makes some money. But, you know, he likes reading sci-fi books, chilling with his family, and hanging out. That's fucking gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what everyone... That feeling that he has is what everyone wants to have. Wants what, to have, yeah. And, like, that's it. Like, you're not better for having ambition. But if you do have ambition to be in a place to... Like, don't have an ambition to get to the state. of uh, though like, and then I made a movie. Because then after that, what do you do? Like, be in the state of making things, Mm. then you will always be making things and you will be closer and closer to being happy, Mm. you know? And so like with, with when it comes to like kids and all this other stuff, you just like, you know, like you need to, um, respect what it is that you love, which is hopefully your kids, yourself and your work. Right. And if you, if you attend to that, uh, realistically, then you, then you'll have everything, at least Mm. a, a portion of everything that you need. You know, and like that's the when I see a movie like uh, Dead Man's Shoes, I'm like, this is a movie made by someone who actually not only enjoys what they're doing but cares about what they're saying. Mm. You know, like this is made by people who are in love with uh, working on this project, working with each other, and care about what this is well, uh, adding up to.
0: Okay, so there's and another it shows. Thing that, and the, it shows It absolutely there's shows. There's another there's a, this, there's another thing I thought about in this. This is a classic tragedy. Mm -hmm. Dead Man's Shoes is a tragedy. Mm -hmm. There's a tragic hero. He's going through the whole process of cleansing himself, dealing with everything that has disturbed him from his life, and then ultimately ends his life, right? right? It is a classic, classic Shakespearean tragedy. If you really think about it. And, And that was kind of an interesting revelation when I started. I was like, oh, that's... The ending was... Because we we kind of gave away the story in a much more linear way or yeah. whatever, but the ending was really revealing. Yeah, you realize his brother's was never there. Yeah, it's just imaginary. That's just an imaginary. And thing but it, but it's so believable. Like yeah. you know, because like I can imagine in his situation, like he's so focused that he is having a conversation with his brother. In the back, you know. Yeah, and it's not like, played like he's a ghost. I, well, I was going to say I also, it's like it because like it's, like it's g- not
3: like six cents right. in that way. That it's not a gag. It's not a gag. It's
0: not a, it's not a listen. It's not uncommon if you've lost a loved one to have a conversation with him in your head. Yeah, right. Because right. mm-hmm. that's how you're going to play right. I have conversations with my parents in my head, and they're still alive. But you know, what I mean, like I imagine me having a conversation with my dad sometimes in a specific situation. Right. 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 Uh, and th- that's very common,
1: and they and like they are just as present in your in your in that moment. Sure, as as uh, his brother is to him in the movie. Right. Like, the movie's not being dishonest and not telling you he's dead. Like the movie is just showing you what is actually happening, which mm-hmm. is like this person may as well be right there yep, right. for the for how uh, the main character is seeing this. In fact, I'd like to throw throw this idea at you. I was just um, uh, uh, to go off of what Neil said. It's like the. I I wonder if it's almost more accurate to say the actual main character of this movie is the last guy who lives. Mm-hmm. I think because he did the right thing. He did the right thing. Like I was just like, and it just gave me. He grew I saw, I was as just a like, person, and he put the, meaning in this world, right. in a
2: sense. Well, at least that's the way he
1: perceived it. You know, yeah. so he could be sure. Because like I, I was thinking about that ending shot when the guy just walks out into the into the dawn, right? And and it just hangs on him and then it just it's a really weird camera move because it it pulls it away from then it flies up and over and into the sky and then it flies down again and looks back at the town where
2: they all came from right and that's the end of the movie and I was like what what just happened? Like something weird.
0: Imagine just happened Imagine it was just
2: there. like the crane shot was off, and they yeah, only had like, one chance. Cut.
0: We only really one take, uh, and then it cut. goes down. But the and it, of it goes uh, right down to the wall, wall of, to the olive crane. Yeah, and there it is. And, da-da, and, da-da, and to it says, and it says, when you're here, you're pretty anyway.
1: That's it. But no, I think that that's that's the thing is that that dude in that final shot, it brings
3: that all. back That's an interesting revelation. I've never thought of that, and that's really cool to hear.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Eric just said it correctly. He's the he's the guy that changes. Like he's the guy that actually learned something. Can you
0: imagine what his life is like after that?
3: Situation? Oh, God. It's,
1: yeah. I mean, like, that's the, that, this is such an, this is the, the activating event of his life. Well, there's,
3: well, there's that moment where he, where his wife says to him what happened. Yeah. And he starts telling her, and, and the sound of their conversation dies yeah. out and right. the music comes in and you just see her reaction to what he's saying. Right. And I've always thought that moment is quite powerful. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. You know, it's really wonderful because about that. it's like Absolutely. he's co- he's almost confessing.
1: He's instantly
3: honest. Yeah, like he. There's no dodging anything. He's, he's not, not trying to like hide it moment, from her either. The moment she asks, this is he tells moment.
1: him it, right. exactly everything. Yeah, yeah. and
0: he's and, and I think he he didn't hide it from her. He he just basically went to forget it ever happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. That's right. exactly yeah. right. So now he's paying for the for for for, for shutting it out of his life. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because that, like, that's that's the sort of that, and you just clarified why that I thought that was so beautiful. It's just like he, the reason why he, like, like the reason why he lives is because in that moment with his wife, he doesn't try to hide anything or lie about. He's anything. honest. He's honest. He's like, I fucked I it fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked it up, and I, because I, I did nothing. It. I did nothing. Which is like, which is the heaviest responsibility. Yep. Yeah, you know, and it's just because he could have done something. Exactly, exactly. No, it's it's a really, really, yeah, it hits me all over again to think about that. Mm. It's
3: really, really something. Mm.
1: Yeah, what what a we. The, thanks for choosing this movie. This is yeah. a, really, a really, really fucking fantastic stream. I'm glad experience. you
3: guys enjoyed it, and I and I was it, it's it's was always it in, a real pleasure to sit with other. Fans of film, when they've seen a film that means so much to you, oh, dude. and to hear them talk about it, you know, I'm sure you guys go through it all the fucking time. Oh, don't dude, ya? it's a, it's such you a know, so it's, well, I mean, because like, we do,
1: we we spend a lot of time talking about uh, movies that we already love, and we can continue to like, I mean to talk about Chinatown. Forever and ever, yeah, yeah. But to discover something new, something new is mm. uh, is a is something I relish more and more. Mm. You know, mm. and uh, I love
0: it when I when you know we talk uh, like when when you hadn't seen Local Hero until uh, you till we watched it, right? right. I, yeah, no, yeah. I so oh local I had hero. Well, you it. hadn't seen I had it. I had the album in the early right, right. days, yeah. move that because I fuck,
2: learned right, most yeah. some yeah. of those tracks yeah. uh, on guitar. Uh, it was the record down, so so
0: I when when I can bring something like that, and it's cool because none of us had seen this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So why why was it I mean, I, you kind of told me a little bit before, but what was what was important to you about this movie? Why did it hit you and affect you so much?
3: I think because... I think it's, there's a number of reasons. I think because it's about brothers yeah, and right. films about brothers always get me because I'm very close to my bro, you know? Um, so anything like that, I always find hits hard. And I think because it felt like it was about people that i knew when growing up in london you know like it's that's i think that that's it that's really it it just feels like it feels younger it feels so familiar to me right and i just remember seeing it for the first time and it just it haunted me Mm -hmm. especially the whole you know anthony and he was never there kind yeah. of thing like yeah. i remember that being in the cinema and just being like oh,
4: yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, looking exactly. around
3: and just it was just one of those moments where you're like oh my fucking god yeah. you know yeah um it's a very powerful film yeah very powerful film well, it's today. it's a
1: film that really like it under like it it just is relentlessly being truthful yeah and then and that's the and that's the real uh, like, that's the surprise about it because yeah. you want to project the story
3: onto the movie. Yeah, yeah, And the movie's like, no, no it's not how it is. No. Yeah. It's and- like you say, every time you go, you think you know what's going to happen. Right. It just completely does the opposite in yep. a way. Yeah.
1: No, it's a, that was a real – yeah, that was a real find. And that's what
2: like- I felt like with the killing of the sacred deer. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And right. movies like uh, – we talked about earlier about um, like uh, Michael Haneke films mm-hmm. like uh-huh. Benny's video and uh, – Fun white, and games. When
1: it, white women. Um, yeah. yeah and a fun but it's and early
2: sound. stuff. There's like yep. this kind of ambience of, I don't, what the? Like, you, yeah. like in Benny's video when he turns his parents in, you're I, like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it was I dread so disturbing. His <laughs> oh yeah, because like, oh, it's so disturbing game. to oh, see God. the young boy. Yeah. And then what's crazy is it's the same actor, yeah. same character in Benny's uh, in in Fun and Games. Yeah, in Fun and Games. Yeah, he's right. older. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just the continuation of a psychopath. Yeah, and it's disturbing because yeah. of the silence. Yeah, When he shoots the girl in Benny's video. Yeah, and he's off screen, and then the body slowly is drag. You're like. It's it's really it's that type of pacing and and ambiance yeah and you get that and I really think it has to do with ca- how many extras are walking around. It's, mm. it's
1: certainly what you bring up about extras is true because I mean like obviously there are movies with extras that are great but like the the real point of it is like what are you paying attention to what's important in the movie when you're making the movie mm. or are you concerned with how many extras were are in there a, a shot? lot
2: of extras in Transformers by the way?
1: No, they are all CG. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of extra stuff in that movie, but that's not the problem. You know, it's interesting to be great to do it, like a 10-part
2: series called Panic on extras who just go ah
4: oh. Uh,
0: oh god oh no. Ah,
4: did yeah. you
0: see it it was it was it went it went by wow, was hilarious. This guy who's an extra in a bunch of stuff made a demo reel of his work. <laughs> that's it was amazing. so that's awesome. So funny. And no, it's all these TV shows and stuff. And then there's like some guy in the background, he has a little arrow pointing yeah, it, 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 it's, he, it is so funny. There's, oh, the thing is, I mean, there, you have to give it to, to extras
1: because like, there's nothing worse than when you spot someone being a shitty background performer, because I mean, like you're in the middle of a movie that you love and you're like, Oh no, I just saw some dude, in the background of the restaurant scene who's fucking it up. And now that's all I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene, but now they over the shoulders. Like, Dennis, that guy. Dennis Hopper
2: <laughs> would do that. Oh yeah. Really? Like in the fifties, he was part of this. He was doing a Western. And when he first got banned by the studios, he was in it, but he was picking up glass and looking through it. And the director's like, you know, don't. It was the Wild Bunch or something. One of those things where he was like part of the posse, along with Alan Hill Jr., you know, whatever, like all these like extras. And he was like picking up glass and looking. Don't pick up the glass. (laughs) Stop fucking around. They're like, this fucking kid's never going to work again. It was like 1957 or something ridiculous. And he, he, he had to get people to. I just watched. It. I, was a
0: terri- I was on an extra in the what was the 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 uh, Willy Wonka thing? Yeah. Oh man, you were in D D when we were doing I did that, that too, and yeah. I was in the Independence Day too, right? Um, but, we, I, but they yeah. had us do, do this crowd scene for 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 uh, Willy Wonka, and I was like the worst. I had like a hat, I was waving around. I was it. wearing red. You it's know, <laughs> like, it
1: was the worst. I believe I'm in the crowd scenes in the stands of Tron. Yes, I, mean, I am too. Yeah, we did that. That yeah. was pretty fun. Brilliant. It was pretty great. Yeah, it yeah. But, yeah I like that. But I didn't get to wear the helmet or the cool suit. <laughs> no. It was just... Was amazing. that... A, I never
0: saw that one. Tron? Tron. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty good. The original I fun. saw. Yeah. yeah I Tron Legacy? See, see
1: Tron Legacy. <laughs> yeah, see it. It's good. It's
0: mm-hmm.
1: good. Script's not great. Kaczynski. Yeah, but it's really cool looking. Beautiful. It looks... Yeah, it yeah. looks stunning. It's really, really cool. Beautiful. Story's a little weak. Yeah, it's just a little bit slow and linear. And like it, it doesn't really
0: misses the boat a little.
1: Bit. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite. Beautiful though, it is a fucking great looking
0: movie. Light bike that's, sequence looks like a nine dynamite. minute car commercial yeah, that's out it's of control. Dynamite.
1: Yeah, Joe's very talented guy, and yeah. I, am, I am. Did you see the Top Gun two trailer? Yes, it looked fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie; that yeah. really got me excited. Well, the top I, a lot of it,
0: honestly, it's is Joe and and Claudia. So, oh my god, because he does; he's an amazing DP, dude.
1: That is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. who's a, doing
0: all this stuff? What do you mean stuff? The uh, visual effects. Uh, apparently, it's not that
1: many. I mean, you can see in in the ad, like Tom Cruise is flying a plane. And that's got to be partially real, sure. Yeah, it's that not is... that
0: many. Apparently, the, the according to Barba, uh, who's close with Joe, obviously, yeah. Barba's not doing the visual effects on it. So I think ILM. No, it's not ILM. It's like I don't know. It's, it's, but, uh, but, well, maybe a little bit Island, but it's not that many. Apparently the, uh, uh, the Navy just rolled out the red carpet for them and oh, sure. flew all those planes. I mean, it's okay. a huge advertisement for yeah. the, Navy. I
1: mean, the first one, like, like recruitment went up like uh, a notable percentage. Oh, yeah. so I, yeah. And also feel, volleyball man? became a thing. that's nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. Greasing yourself up and playing with the boys. That's, it's just a very popular thing to do in America these days. Yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> yep. Man, I tell you. I was I watched um I watched Hump uh with my daughters and they loved it. They love Val Kilmer in particular. They're a big uh old school Val Kilmer fans. I was g- and, <laughs> Yeah, dude. And that was like, me clacking my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their their direct question to me is like they said, so did this did people know that this was a gay movie when it came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, No. And it's amazing. It's like how in high school, like I had an argument with my friends. I was like Freddie Mercury is gay, and they're like, "No way!" I'm like, "He's in a band called Queen." <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, like this is the, these are truths. People, people, people didn't
0: know that Liberace was. Yeah, gay. People didn't know that Liberace, Liberace was gay.
1: gay. Like to, Top Gun, like that volleyball scene. It's like I'm like, that is hot stuff. <laughs> that is hot stuff. There is no no screwing around. That's right. And it's such a good macho film all the way, and then it hits that, and you're like. Context is everything in this picture. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. I hope they, I hope they keep that going because that is just, just glorious. Absolutely glorious.
3: There there has to be a volleyball scene in this. Oh, dude. I don't care. Like, I I know
1: Val Kilmer is, you know, he's hit some tough times physically and stuff like that. He's not in the movie. No, I don't, yeah, he's not going to be in it, but like, I hope that there's at least a little bit of a nod. To Val and his nice, man. shining chest. It'll, from be, that. it'll it be
2: a picture insane. in a bar, and they'll just toss a drink. Oh I hope so. Oh my
1: yeah. god! Yeah, like don't. <laughs> oh, god, what a movie! What a movie that was. But yeah, the um uh the Val Kilmer thing. Like my 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 whole like my girls are like that's the kind of movie star that we're missing right now. Like the dude can act, and holy shit, is he hot? <laughs> like between the uh, fucking real genius and Top Gun, they were like. Yeah, they don't you know make movies who, like, they you know used to. Who's
0: like that. Is um, uh, uh, Justin Thoreau?
1: Justin Thoreau. Um, um, what from? Um, um, what Jennifer Aniston's husband? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he was in the uh, Mulholland Drive.
0: Well, he's. Did you see him in um, uh, uh, the Leftovers? No. Okay. You gotta see the Leftovers. I hear it's amazing. It's amazing. I've never and seen. And he's it. he's fantastic in it. Yeah. And. Um, I think the 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 Sean, who's uh who's in our office, was like, "Oh my God, he's hot." No, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of scenes with his with his shirt off. He's and, cool, and he's, he's a cool, very dude. good yeah. looking man, very handsome man. But he's not. He actually does not consider himself an actor. Really? He considers himself a writer. Oh, interesting. He interesting. wrote Tropic Thunder. No kidding. Yep. I consider himself. I consider him a writer also. You can
1: tell them that from me. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's the handsomest writer I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. He's an
2: incredibly (laughs) intelligent. He's just like a fast binder. Like festival. What's going on here? What? Like, you're like, he's so beautiful. I'm just saying. I like him when he's like Oh glistening. Wait a minute, I swear. have no problem
0: talking we, about how a fucking guy is. We talk about how handsome people are in this podcast I know. a lot.
1: I am very comfortable with We this. say El I would Guapo I'd be very comfortable with Al Comer.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, Guapo. Hey, now, he, guapo. Was, he, was, he was a big deal.
2: Yeah. Who? Val, he
1: Val Kilmer. Great. Yes, he was He hot was hot in he was. Exactly. Stuff, dude. Yeah, he, It's just like Zach I'm just Ham's I'm simply surprised that like in high school in the 80s, a bunch of homophobic dudes went to go see this movie. It was gay. They didn't notice, and then they had posters of Val Kilmer on their wall, and they never realized their own leanings when they should have, because Top Gun who, is uh, selling that as who much who as it's selling the, the Navy. Who the, <laughs> it was a big,
0: big, uh, big uh, metal band. And the guy came out as super gay as well. Oh yeah, yeah, living after midnight. Yeah, and yeah, no, it's yeah, uh, yeah, and like Holland, has-
2: Rob, uh, Rob. Uh, uh, from uh, I, God, I learned one of their songs you know Living After Midnight they're from like uh, the England um, I know who
1: you're talking about Rob and, like, and it's uh, not surprising. I mean like the, the lyrics, I mean, the, Judas, lyrics Judas, Judas Priest, Priest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Judas Priest yeah and Blanchett. the guys
0: I was like have you heard the lyrics the lyrics like, are all about these sex with men yes super homophobic guys are like singing yeah, these songs yeah, like, and like yeah guys <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna like this music anymore so I don't really want to spoil everything for you right. but there it is yeah yeah no it's very very true like that's 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 the glorious thing to say see man it's like i i i like i'm
0: a lumberjack and i'm okay <laughs> oh man god bless him the, 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 the,
1: it's like i mean no, you're right with uh, like i'm i'm a big fan of the movie uh, behind the candelabra with uh matt damon and uh, karen worked worked saying that, that yet. it's a good movie. is it oh, good it's <laughs> fucking hysterical okay Beautiful yes so, movie. so
0: so karen i can talk about this because yeah. she basically made uh matt damon look young yeah, yeah. So that was her oh, it's her cool. job. In it. Beautiful job, beautiful yeah. job. And that movie. And is her, her a... greatest her greatest achievement that she said is like the the. Uh, there's a scene where he comes out of the pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and in slow motion and walks around the pool yeah. and then goes to kiss Liberace right. right? Uh, and uh, they basically she euthanized him or uh-huh. not euthanized euthanized him. him. <laughs> yes, no, that's correct. I right? <laughs> Sculpted his body to uh-huh. do this, and she had to do it. It was very challenging because she had to do it behind the water and everything. Right. So it was all done, and uh, and it was apparently some some Out magazine or something like that. Is like, oh my god, Matt Damon worked Look- out yeah. beautifully and yeah. everything no, else. Right. It's like that's, yeah. that's Karen. Okay. He's like that was the best compliment I could get. Yeah, man, <laughs> I tell you. And it's not to say that Matt Damon's an attractive man, but she really had to emphasize yeah, it. Right? You know,
1: he's not twenty three anymore. No, yeah, you know, yeah. that's it. But no, like that movie is such an amazing mix of like, uh, like it's very funny. It's very like sly. And it's also, like, this really sweet love story. Like, yeah. this incredibly sweet love story. It's even weird. though, like, it's it's an amazingly well-done movie. And Douglas and him are awesome together. Yeah. And there's the great uh, scene with um, uh, Damon and uh, Scott uh, Bakula. Right. Uh, and uh, they're on a kind of a date, and that's when he first sees Liberace. Uh-huh. And – uh and Damon says like oh it's so great that uh, the whole audience is so accepting of you know going to see a gay dude in concert and, the, and Scott goes like oh they don't know he's gay right <laughs> Right, and I remember this. I was just like, and you see these oh, women, yeah, like, just, just loving it's just, him. Like, it's just amazing. Like I mean, like when America is like, we're just not going to think about this at all. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is upsetting to us, and so we're just going to ignore it. And oh my god,
0: because I mean, yeah, like the, by... the, the the doctor, the, the the plastic surgeon. Oh, and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe steals the
3: show. So oh, my good. God. They, oh, they, they... Dan Aykroyd was good too. Now, that, oh, yeah, he's good. Now that's, that's a right. good looking man. Oh, Rob, Rob, Rob Lowe. Fucking oh yeah. What was that? uh ice hockey movie he's a, young he, blood oh yeah yes.
1: yeah like roblo <laughs> roblo let's just say yeah. roblo
0: and funny too
1: super mm. funny like he like i think he, he beats val he is okay, for for
2: for but duration he's pretty, boy, of, yeah. pretty boy yeah like he's, he's he was in, in the in fact that, that chris farley movie that he was great too yeah that's true and he's Which also one? like he was in um davis oh, bay chris farley in cabin or uh no no uh no 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 something boy yeah, almost.
3: Tommy boy? Tommy, Tommy, boy. Tommy boy. Tommy Boy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I think that's that right, was the he's point. He's spraying him, and he's like, yeah.
2: man, Yeah. I could not stop. I was in Incredible. a theater in New York. I was crying. Yeah, that's, like, that's that. That thing.
3: movie
1: is when he realized that if he leaned into the uh, the perception of himself as mm. an asshole, mm. then he would be funnier. Mm. And then by the time he's on uh, Parks and Recreation, where he's playing the nicest guy in the world, like I'm just completely in love with that guy. Yeah. I mean, Rob Lowe is just heroic but in uh, in Behind the Candelabro when he's got so much plastic surgery that he can't even close his eyes like that's the ground yeah, <laughs> like, uh, it like it just crazy. like is the best thing I've ever seen and they actually like glued straps to the side of his face and pulled his Did face really? physically back Yeah, and so like he's sort of like trying to like he's blinking with one eye <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's fucking I tremendous I have to see this it's film just, now it's, so good. it's Soderbergh you know yeah, yeah, it's well, just, just incredible I yeah. didn't
3: know it was Soderbergh that's Soderbergh yeah.
1: he, he just makes a movie a day that's his new, it's a like movie a day calendar for Steven Soderbergh now, like I couldn't. He's believe- unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Like I like when he came out with uh, High Flying Bird on Netflix just a couple months ago. Didn't even tell anybody that he made this movie, and suddenly it's on the front page of Netflix. I was like, I hate you. Yeah, as much as I love you.
3: Solaris. Solaris. Oh man, love it. Which you know, I know I'm probably get shot down for this, but I think is. Better than the Tarkovsky. I, like be- like,
1: I think, yeah, like, I love Tarkovsky. I do too, Absolutely. and I think it's an amazing movie, yeah, but,
3: but I, I'm more emotionally moved by oh, Soderbergh. Yeah, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Like when uh,
1: the ending is perfect, Yeah. it's perfect. And when uh, Clooney. Uh, uh First gets her into the pod and then yep. and then lets the pod go. Like that's one of the weirdest emotions I've ever felt in yep. the movie theater. It's just overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, What what's
3: hap What's happening? I'm yep. watching
1: something terrible happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I like like the
3: score. Oh, it's I mean, beautiful. Ma- Martinez. He yeah, works, works Martin, with Cliff yes. Martinez all the time. It's like incredible. the Nick.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's great. So good. So good. Yeah, that dude. It's just like that. That music. It's so haunting. Yep. It's so beautifully done. Yeah. When you look at uh, Tarkovsky, like. Like, Solaris is great. Yeah. But he does a much better job of that movie when he makes Stalker, yeah, which is yeah, basically yeah. the same movie. Yeah. And then he makes an incredibly beautiful yep. one of the best movies ever out of it with that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Soderbergh has long time been one of my like, he, like. not only do I love his movies, I love the fact that he's just a nonstop filmmaker. You know, he he's has a painter the bill- too, though. Uh, I think he does do. Uh, is he. He's is, a is he not a painter?
2: Yeah, he paints. Mother I just
1: can't even tell But anymore. I actually the Lime's <laughs> the, the <guy>. Limeys is <laughs> one of my favorites. Oh god, yeah. Terrence Stamp, you were mentioning it earlier. Who
0: was the other bro- no, Who was the other one we were talking about who who's a painter? Uh, oh uh,
1: it was David Lynch and then No um, no 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 John, John Mellencamp
0: Thunderbolt Pl- and Lightfoot director, uh, uh, Michael Shimino started Cimino. off as a painter. Michael Cimino, started Cimino. off as a Cimino. Cimino. <laughs>
2: Chirito, <laughs> Michael Chirito. I'm telling you, this slick is real. Dude, this by slick the time is, I get to This Phoenix. slick is no joke. joke. Slick, is slick, no slick, joke. slick. Tell me, tell me. <laughs>
1: killed walking doggy. <laughs> it's
2: the greatest.
1: Junior G-Man badge. <laughs> Say what, 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 what? what? I, I revealed that this is the mistake I made in doing the Heat podcast with him is that I revealed the key flaw in Heat. The only thing that I agree with in <clears> criticizing <throat> Heat is that originally they'd shot stuff apparently where... Uh, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Al, Al Pacino. Pacino. Uh, actor. It does cocaine.
0: Yes, that would have been better.
1: And it makes his uh, whole character interesting. Completely makes sense. Yeah.
3: So where did there, you where did you hear this? I've heard
1: that from a couple of different interviews with um various people with Pacino. They cut himself. it out of the wow. movie because it didn't test well. Yeah. So yeah. Tone
3: <laughs>
2: Loke's brother, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Okay, we'll go to the club tonight." And he's like, "He's outside with him at a junkyard," and he said, right. like, "We're going to tonight, two o'clock." You yeah. Know, he was doing blow there with him. Yeah, like that, and yeah, that. Which explains his character a lot more. Right. And I mean, I was saying it's probably Pacino saying, take that out, I don't want to be portrayed like that, or something. Because I felt, and if you listen to the podcast, I felt like there was outside influence by the actors in Mm -hmm. the film. And that's why it reflects it editorially. Let's not
0: spoil it too much because we did it. So oh, it's hours. not out yet. We it's did three yet. hours. I mean, we it was had. almost <laughs> perfect. But
2: somebody said, "Oh, I got to have more pictures of me kissing women and dancing and stupid shit," where it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't, you know. It's like mm. throwing shit in. And um, also. Um,
0: I like how Eric ignores everything I say. let <laughs> exactly.
2: like, goodbye. It's alright. It's fine. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, wasn't said I, I, I said you
0: let's said not something. spoil it because it's going to come out. later. I'm not
2: spoiling it. Yeah, you did. You yeah. What do you mean? I'm spoiling it. I'm not spoiling yeah. it.
1: Yeah, like, well, for listeners, we do. We are. We will be releasing a Heat podcast. Yes. In which uh, I come to the party ready to celebrate Heat. And then these guys. No, no, no. No,
2: no hold on.
1: <laughs> come on. Come on. You got to juice it up a little bit. Come on. We'll just juice a little it juice. A little on. juice. You know, for me, the action is the it's juice. The, action the, is the action is the juice. juice. Come on.
2: That's right. Mickey, give me your boots. Give me. Come on. <laughs> Let's go hunting.
1: You see this? This is this. This is not something else. This is this. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for bringing that movie, dude. That was fucking incredible. We want to do incredible. Deer Hunter, though. I do want oh, yeah. to do Deer Hunter. Yeah, we, hunt, we, we should do it. Well, a Chimino experience, I think. Very, yeah. very nice thing. Uh, uh, where are we at, time-wise?
2: was a half hours. Two and a, half. Two and a half. We we still, half. We can still go. By through. the way, you were talking we about Heaven's out. Gate uh,
0: and uh, um, Hurt, John Hurt. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Can you do a good John Hurt? No. No, no, no one can do John Hurt because he's different every freaking time you see him. He has that. Do, uh, that's I, no, kind that's of John about... Houseman. <laughs> no, it's that's pretty,
1: it was pretty close. That's it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good. yeah. Uh, that, that's the core of that impression. I haven't figured it all the way. That's out.
0: Older that's older
2: John Hurt, though. Yeah, that's old John Hurt. I can't younger.
0: Young you know. Yeah. Um, What's the guy? The guy who does? Uh, oh, he's really funny. Who does the Robert Prestige? No, he does. He does his uh, Michael Caine, and he shows Michael Steve Younger Coogan. Ma- oh yeah. God, Younger Ma- Young movies, Michael yeah. Caine versus Old Michael oh, Caine. That's great. Steve Coogan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> don't the, you don't do the the, the broken voice. He, <laughs> he, <gets, laughs> so, he was very now that,
3: very slow. Now that she was only sixteen years <laughs> old. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> now that's <just laughs> a set of movies that I could just have on in the background forever. at home. I have watched. I
1: watched all three of those movies. Possibly more. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the other one. My what, favorite What's the other ever. one?
0: Yeah. That that the that's the where's the the DJ character. Oh,
1: yeah, with uh, 24-Hour Party People? That's what no, I was no. just about to say. No, well, we no, 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 I just was great. thinking 24-Hour Party nah, nah, People. Nah, nah, I was thinking yeah. He was in oh, it. it, right,
0: Coogan? Coogan. That's yeah. a great film. Oh, it's fucking it's awesome. The it's the one where he I really plays like that a movie. DJ. It's a, it's, a, it's a DJ in a, in a local Alan Partridge. Partridge. Alan
1: Partridge. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Alpha Papa. Is he Papa. dead? Uh, Alpha Papa, the funniest movie I have ever seen. Partridge. Coogan's very much yeah. a No,
3: Partridge. Oh. No, I didn't kill him
1: off. No, they no, they him. he just had a big a new series. Yeah, yeah, big new series over there. Yeah. yeah Who's no, the I, guy
2: from Die Hard that died?
1: The guy from Die Hard like that died. Like 2
2: years ago
0: or Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan, Rickman. Alan, Rickman. Yeah, Alan yeah. Rickman. when Bowie died, the same day. Oh, yeah. God, yeah he was also in uh Instant no, Karma? No, not Instant Karma. No, what's the what's the thing of... Bottle Shock. No, he was. He was in Bottle Shock. <laughs> but what's the one? It's the uh it's the Kevin Smith film. Uh, dogma dogma
1: yes he's in dogma he plays the angel in dogma i was legitimately sad when he died i really oh yeah yeah, i was actually so was so was my
0: daughter because he's uh uh uh, what's his name uh um, on harry Potter? Snape.
1: yeah 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 he was really something else but yeah no uh i would have yeah now that you said like i would have liked to have seen an alan partridge episode Um, with uh with snape
3: and what's that (laughs) what's that film where alan rickman plays a ghost and he's, uh with his oh wife. oh
1: truly madly deeply yeah oh man yeah oh, well I need yeah. to clear out that's your man that's a weepy that that's one. a weeper that's an incredible fucking movie yeah that's yeah, a great yeah. movie that's the same guy who directed uh, Talented Mr. Ripley is he really yeah yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah yeah he died he died pretty young he's like died when he was fifty eight years so old who Hoop, wow. Hickle Hooper who is it not John Hickenlooper um shoot what else Margolis.
2: it's a uh, Indian I'm not I can't remember Marga Marg Margalia. Mar- no, Anthony Mangella. Yes, My Anthony yes, Margell. that's it. Anthony Mangella. Yeah, because The
1: Talented Mr. Ripley is a great That's film. a fucking spooky movie, man. That's a it's great Have you ever seen movie. the original? Uh, pur- uh, not Purple Noon. Uh, yes, Purple noon. Moon. Purple noon, yeah, yeah. Moon, great. Yeah. or Noon. Noon.
2: Noon. Purple Noon. That's a yeah,
1: good
3: one. A good
2: I haven't one. seen the original. Dicky, really good. Really good. Dicky Greenleaf. Dickie Greenleaf. Oh, man, yeah. That's you know the Greenleafs from the club. I'm so free talking with you, Chris, despite the hatred you have inside. <laughs> feel, I'm very open with you and I accept uh, you oh for my. all your flaws. Uh, Just find the girl, find the Mr.
1: Girl. Gits. That, uh, would you say that's your best impression? The or walking? Oh, his walking walk-in is walk-in. much better. His walking is better? Yeah. I'll do,
2: uh, sometimes oh, when good. the v- voice is crackly, yeah. you can do the walking. Yeah. Different yeah. points. King of New York. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. I like it
1: yeah that's it's it. good
2: yeah things what's Got to loosen your throat up and what's good about your walking is
1: that you yeah, the, yeah it's the it's you also get the gravelly side of walking yeah. yeah like because people can usually do one or the other i can do the top range walking top range the top well you have the sort of break in your voice you break can do that voice. i don't know how you do the that ho- you can do <gasps> the thing yeah that's you that's, just the have to pretend
2: over. you're on a lot of antidepressants yeah. and just talk <laughs> It's, more it's great. Less,
1: I, can, I, the one, the one, I like it. I can, You're a good kid. I can do one great impression, uh, and it is exactly uh, a quarter of a second long. It's Ray Romano. You want to hear it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, you do actually a good one. You do a good uh... – wait a minute. You do something. that's I, I can do. <laughs> Who does he do that he's done before? I don't know. I'm not as good as you. I'm House looking at the shadow of your greatness. That's no, just, no. House, I do a good Wookiee. Oh,
1: it? you know, I know. I do a good James Mason. James Mason. James Mason. Yeah. You do a good James yeah. Mason. Wait, wait, see if I can get it back now. I have to try and do it. Uh, uh, face the master. <laughs> yeah. Face the master. Can you do
2: that, priest? That's yeah. very good. It's pretty good. That's, very That's, good. good. That's,
1: That's not my best version of it, but I've, I'm I I'm working know. on the
2: Nicholson, like the, Mrs. Mulray. Oh yeah. I like my nose. I like breathing through <laughs> my nose. Right. That's it. Whoever killed your husband did this to my nose.
0: <laughs> and I intend to find out. Uh, that's good. That's Mr. Mr.
2: Gibbs? Yeah.
0: yeah. There was a really hilarious uh, uh meme I saw which was like, you know, standard comma. It's like, you know, I uh Joe uh Joe, comma, uh uh Jane, comma, and Tom uh, uh Joe comma, Jane and Tom go to the store. And then Oxford, comma, Joe, comma, Jane, (laughs) comma, uh, and Joe, go to the store. And then it says – and then it was walk comma. <laughs> Joe, comma, and comma, comma. and comma. comma. And, then it was, and then the last <laughs> one was the Shatner comma where it was like just everything. Red is a <laughs> yeah, just like exactly. <laughs> so many commas. That's, yeah, that's bad. That's good. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, that's – when and actually doing a good Shatner is almost impossible. Everyone knows how to sort of make fun of Shatner. But right. But that guy has The only very,
2: funny man. one I've seen where he hits it but it's not duplicate is John Belushi's.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. That's, he gets the right energy like he really commits to it
2: and they pick up the spacecraft and it's J- uh, Jimmy Carter
1: yeah oh my god classic stuff dude that's, that's the old that's when Saturday Night Live that night. was yeah.
2: the good stuff yeah absolutely dude plus uh, the music
1: stuff we should have you back
0: on to talk about yeah. the trip movies that's what I would like to would and, love to no well, 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 we're gonna do that there was already, was already there was already several movies we we're gonna, we're gonna talk
2: about The oh, Whisper Jesus what is that again <laughs> the,
0: uh, the Host Whisper Wolf Creek Whisper okay.
1: massacre.
2: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whisper, whistle, and I will come to whistle you. Whistle and I will, come, and come, to I will come, come to you. you. I'm, I'm going
2: to email you. You got to tell me because I've got the Hurt comes.
3: version. On, wait, I think the John Hurt version's on YouTube. If I'm not mistaken, the last time I looked, <coughs> I got to check it out. What is
1: there? There's. I think it's John Hurt. Is this the movie called The Shout? Is that John Hurt? Ever heard of this? No, I haven't. I th- I saw a really freaky movie.
3: It sounds freaky.
1: It's it's really weird. It's uh it's British. It's in the 70s. I think it's called The Shout. And I saw it years ago. I think it's John Hurt and I, and I had total nightmares from it. I'm waiting for confirmation on this. I have to check that out. Okay, The Shout. Okay. And thought. what was
0: the movie that you wanted to talk about that he worked on? Which one was the it? Funeral. The funeral. The funeral.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, th- I also yeah. want to throw in there. Uh, it's also I think it's also Abel Ferrara. The New Rose Hotel. Yes. Fa- I. Isn't fucking,
0: that um, a, it's
1: Gibson, a William Gibson? William Gibson story. Yeah. And like everyone hated that movie. I secretly love that movie. Mm. Like that's such a weird, I actually, weird I want to film. see
2: the, the uh, Pasolini film that he did with uh, with uh, that Abel Farrar did because he lives in Italy. Oh really? No. I didn't yeah. know. I, I yeah, did Pas- know he, didn't he lives in Italy now with his wife, who's probably twenty-two. Mm-hmm. But um, but he does that, uh, and it's um, what's his name? Live and Die in L.A.
3: Freaking, freaking, freaking. No,
2: no, the, uh, the actor. Oh, oh uh, Peterson, Peterson, William Peterson, Defoe ah, with the uh, plates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's plays Pasolini. Oh, wow. no kidding! Really? Yeah.
1: I, how do I not know about that movie? That's
3: weird.
2: Yeah. Wow. He okay. does a good Pasolini. I'll, um, I will see this.
3: That sounds good. The roster I'm on in the US, Ruffian, Robert Herman, who runs that, almost signed Ferrara uh, on oh, the yeah. same roster yeah. as me right. and us, whoever, well, the other directors on the roster. And he just said it was – he has a story about how all that went down and it they never met. Mm-hmm. It was just over phone calls from here in Italy, and right. he just said it was kind of bonkers. One you know? of the lead.
1: How do they work? That did they put uh, two directors in the pit, and then one comes out. yep yeah, but that's <laughs> <laughs> two men and, and one minute. Like, what's this? I run by the town. <laughs> that's it.
3: I figured that's how it that, happened. He was. He was
2: saying he was crazy.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, like in a nice yeah, one way. One of the guys nice that way. was the
2: lead. One of the lead actors in King in New York, a guy named Vic. Uh, Uh, He used to live across the street from me, and he told me a story about him because he was going to do Carlito's Way. Oh no, wow. kidding! That oh would have been interesting. yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah, and he was going to do it, and he showed up at a meeting with a cardboard bow tie, drunk, <laughs> and, and the, the executives were so appalled. This is like 90, 91 yeah, And I, it's right. funny because Carlito's way was actually shot on my street. Right, I remember going by there because the dance studio stuff. Wow, was, was at the end of my block on Tenth Street, on Sixth and Tenth. I was on Tenth and Bleecker. And I would always what uh, a great like, movie. Yeah, yeah, and I always remember them shooting that with the con, you know, the lights like coming through your windows. But it was uh, he was supposed to do it. it would have been an interesting. It movie It would have been an interesting movie. Yeah, for yeah sure. because I, I there's an edge to him. King in New York is great, but he was basically saying, as this guy said, he was like, "Fuck you, I'm not going to do it." Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do no studio movie. Cardboard tie, man. That's how you, know? yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, and you know, yeah, Tutski rooski but um, crazy. Yeah. I
1: mean, De Palma did a good job of that movie. It's still good. That's a good picture.
3: I'd- but it would be like, say, like I couldn't imagine De Palma doing the funeral. Oh, yeah, no, they would totally... yeah. De, De, Palma is, I actually, De Palma's not an internal filmmaker. The ending of the funeral was... Every, I, I like watching it with other people that have never seen it. And yeah. it's one of those like endings where everyone's li- just like, what <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, exactly. The too. bad lieutenant I like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's me. That's my Harvey cartel falling out my arms. <laughs> That's it. That's the other great impression. James this, Mason and yeah, Harvey Keitel. James Mason and Harvey Keitel. <laughs> That's it. That I don't was... see James Mason in, uh, in Bad Lieutenant. That'd be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> imagine
2: that. There
0: was something else. And Harvey Keitel about. and Lolita. In, oh, my, oh my <laughs> God.
1: Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, let's not imagine that any further. That's enough. <laughs> you know,
2: cherry pies. No. no that can't. Here's a question. If you had, in your... Um, you know, as a director, could you feel like if you had made something like um, The Funeral or Bad Lieutenant and it just had such great response, could you just say, you know what? I did it. I don't need to do anything else. Like, walk meaning, away? Yeah, because I often feel like um, I see a lot of people still, tr- you know, trying in a sense. not. I'm not saying, uh, but. Like, if you had made something so fucking good, like if I had made Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, I, yeah. phew, I don't need the direction. If I made Deer Hunter.
1: Wait, what? Would you stop making a movie? If you, yeah. Yeah,
2: you'd stop? Oh, yeah. If this you, thing what, goes would, through, I'm, you were,
1: I'm done. Well, yeah, would, would you be afraid that you'd fuck it up? No, after that point? I feel like I've done it. You've said, you said
2: all you need to say. Yeah. No, I'm not all I need to say, but um, uh, if this thing that I've been working on for years goes through. Right. You might have to cut this. No, but no, but the point is, yeah. Uh, if it, it was so, if it was successful, well, I, I, I could walk away, no problem. Well, because I know. But what if? And, what if,
0: Okay, what if? What if Orson Welles walked away after Citizen Kane? I mean, come on.
2: He should have. No,
1: no. He touch of evil. He should walked away after touch of evil. Is fucking fantastic. Third Fellow is fantastic. Uh, well, he's only acting in Third Man, but right. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's still. Yeah, like he's. I mean, and also, did you see? Uh, Other side of the wind is fucking amazing. Other side yeah. of the wind is great. Okay. You
2: know? I, I just I. If like, if you had made the film that you're like, this is, could uh, you, you walk you
1: away? I didn't mean to cut in on that. Do you you do do? Yeah. But that's no, no,
0: your style. No, 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 that's no, your no, style. I Anyway, I want to say some more stuff. Yeah, it's
2: Englishman. You have to just.
0: <laughs> he, he just. He's... I'm a jumper. He never lets the guests talk. He just... doesn't.
1: Just... No. <laughs> no, please. Neil. <laughs> After you. Okay. Anyway, I just want to.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: New Rose Hotel. Go. <laughs>
3: I, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't, it's, I don't know. I could, the the question could either be... <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it out. Because there are movies where me and my brother have said, you know, this was so fucking good. If we made this, we could just walk away afterwards. And we've always said it as a joke. Right. I don't think... Do you, you and your brother direct together? No, we write together. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I just... I, I say that because it's not because your next step, you fear, like... Uh, oh, if I, if I d- make a shitty movie, then it's going to reflect badly upon the previous one. I mean, that's bad. You've got to still make albums. Well, that's if you the, feel that's like the
0: it's Tarantino within, idea, right? If, yeah, if I want it's still within yeah but he's so making that to just, it's for his own, like, I feel like, just, that's, that's I feel like there's a certain point where,
2: like, it's, it's the clash thing or the jam. I was a huge jam fan growing up. I don't mm. know if you ever, like, they're a very English. I love band. the jam. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. That was one of my favorite bands in the 70s. Like Setting Suns, yeah, All Mods, s- Cons. Star Council. Yeah, dude. Like Setting Suns, All Mods, Cons, like Life From a Window, Paul Weller, Genius Band. He was yeah, yeah, 18 yeah. years old. dude. I know. And And oh, in the city, that album blew me away. Yeah, yeah. Like the first Clash record. And they did five albums. I love Sandinista, right? And it's like, we're done. i just out. We're out and yeah. we don't – and Simonon talks about that. I'm going to send everybody that interview with his, his – in studio. He's like, mm. we did it and now I'm doing something else because there's nothing really you can top. You might become repetitive and
0: I see directors. That's something. actually why Mark Knopfler walked away from Dire Straits. Yeah. But it,
2: it was such a huge machine though too. Right? He's that like, man, I don't want to have anything I, to
3: do with this anymore. I would like to like, – I would like so to it, offer it's the, not, to the, of, the counter argument to this. I know what the counter – I don't think you could ever know what that feels like until it happens. True. Sure, right. Right. But if you because felt
2: artistically like you have achieved it, like I, I, you know, there are some people who say I don't want to make that album anymore. Mm-hmm. Dylan always changed, mm-hmm. you know, he always went down these different roads, and people scorned it. But maybe that's the way you would do a different type of movie or mm-hmm. do a heist film. But the point is, instead of being um, uh, redundant, you you know, because there's a lot of people who don't. They're like, this is my career. I'm making a ton of money. I'm going to make the next one and next one, and I think. You know Bob Dylan's influence in terms of like just being fresh. Joe Strummer, Paul Weller walked away, right? He walked away and did Style Council. I, I liked the Style Council's first album, but nothing can beat the Jam stuff, dude. Um, and uh, like every album was genius. Mm. And I was like the biggest Bruce Foxton on mm. um, bass. What bass lines, dude? Right? Uh, you can't beat it, man and it was very english so it was mm. hard but in new york everybody you know you go to the record stores that stuff was playing yeah yeah and uh it was genius and he said goodbye he said goodbye. I mean, and, like I, I completely respect that. In oh, terms hi Dan. Of like, anyway, I'm, so Neil, let me talk to
1: you. <laughs> I here is like I, I completely respect <laughs> that. I'm being fishy tonight. All right, in, ter- t- in terms of uh, uh, like if you, if that's how he's feeling, then you Chris-like should walk away. Tonight, like I mean, if like if you're feeling like you should walk away, then you should walk away. But I, I think that being self conscious about your future work is as weird like man with Tarantino. like I like, I love obviously I love Tarantino movies so My, when, I, when Tarantino I, I, says I'm not I only want to perfect I'm like dude what the fuck
0: dude like no keep no on no making no, movies no if you like making movies that's that's part of his brand. No, well, he's like, making you. Well, okay, he's I'm, like, I'm only going to make two more of these, I'm, so you yeah, better that, see them as they come that out. That's true. his
1: brand. That may be true for him specifically. But the philosophy that he's trying to espouse, I don't agree with. Which is just like. No, of course not. Like, if you fucking like making movies, who gives a shit if mm. they're bad? Right. <laughs> like, if you enjoy. Me- so what? You might make some shitty movies. It doesn't make any difference. That guy is about people. being happy, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the bit, that's the major thing. But you're wearing a fucking Scanners shirt that's in Japanese. <laughs>
2: That's a great shirt. By
1: Holy by the way. shit! How did I not see that? <laughs> really? Like the microphone was like right over
2: the face, so I didn't. He's been see here it. for like three and no, a half hours. Like I was leaning forward, and like
1: literally, the microphone it's was right this in front of the. Very
2: beautiful, distinct graphic T-shirt, and it's like, oh hey, we oh, have a it's guest. Awesome. Oh, We have a guest here, Michael
1: Ironside, with a black Such and white a print. Good movie. Oh, the movie is amazing, and like, there's red vans and his black and white face, and this did beautiful you get Japanese that in shirt. Japan? Jesus Christ! No, that's amazing.
3: it's amazing. It's a it's a um a guy that just does really cool. Japanese that is fucking beautiful I, uh, is it, the brand is uh, Rucking Fotten <laughs> awesome so oh, you should check, check him sem- sem- he's like i got an Instagram and I'll like, email you if you don't mind yeah, just absolutely. so because I forgot it's that like movie really, name really and cool. I'm not
2: dumb I'm just not good with names Dude. Uh, Richard and I just I <laughs> just <one of> the- <laughs> In. In. <laughs> I swear, like this
1: that like the only thing wrong with Scanners as a movie is the main character is one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my life. Me and, my bro, of me and my bro always talk about that. It's just like it's it's fucking mind blowing how bad that guy it's, is.
3: It's, and it's a bit distracting <laughs> yeah, sometimes. It knocks you right but off the that, rails. But it's worth watching just for Revok. Oh I mean, Revick's
1: great. I mean Patrick McGuin is yeah. great. Oh yeah. And like every yeah. everybody else is bringing the top game, yeah. and then David Krenberg's like Oh, shit. Did we cast the main guy? (laughs) You. You. By the Stuckies, Come here. (laughs) No offense to whoever that dude is. I hope that you're enjoying whatever your career is now. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, no, that is that is a that's a masterpiece of bizarro filmmaking. Yeah. I, was talk, talking weekend, I was talking about that uh, this week, and I was talking about video morning. I'm going to suck your brain dry. Uh, I'm suck your brain dry, uh, like as Michael. How can you wake up in the morning and be Michael Ironside? <laughs> I don't know. Like I would want to quote myself every <laughs> second of the day. Uh, uh, he's been in some amazing stuff. Starship Troopers. Yep. Yeah. yeah completely amazing. Like he's... he was
0: on. Uh, he was on the Nerdist podcast, and he was amazing. Oh, that dude. Is he going to be in top a top nice, gun Nice, nice guy. Who just? I don't know if he's going to be on Top
1: Gun. 2. He's got to be in Top Gun too.
2: He's still around, right? I'm, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's still around. Who I, we were going? I was going to talk about tonight is uh, from uh, Jackie Brown. Patterson. Yeah. He oh does. yeah. Uh, cheers,
1: cheers, Robert Forster. Robert, Robert Forster. Forster. And, he yeah, was so, one of my all-time favorites.
2: I love Jackie Brown. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's and that's one of his. Like that was the
3: great. I think that's uh, one of my favorite. I think already. it's. I think it's. The best one he's done, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Which I, one? I, uh, Tarantino. Tarantino. Yes. Tarantino?
2: How funny you say that because I said that once in this guy. I won't say his name. He's uh, like, you're wrong. I actually think it's his best film.
1: I I, I think I'm, um, I have to say, I've seen it a few times now. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's his best movie. No, nope. really? Yeah. Absolutely,
0: absolutely loved it. Couldn't believe it's it. It's a it beautiful film.
1: Uh, it's a beautiful film. Both of them. I, but however, I will dis- say I disagree, Rob- I
0: think that Jackie Brown is a way better
1: film. But Robert For- Robert Forster, specifically Robert Forster and Pam Gere together uh, in yeah, that movie, yes, is one of the yeah. great love stories oh, that ever filmed. Yeah, unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. unbelievably
2: good. They're a beautiful
1: couple. I, yeah. Did I tell you? Like, they, I, me and was, my friend. Um, the Chemistry. To, oh, it's the just chemistry incredible. was so beautiful. Yeah. In the, yeah. yeah. Like when when he comes over to her house and she's got his gun and like he's like basically like can i have my gun back you know like yeah. i understand it's fine you took my gun and like uh and she's like making like gets some some coffee and like it's just, it's just like like i see that now like at like when i first saw it i was like oh yeah cool whatever but now i watch it and i'm like that is what this whole scene is what love is yeah, like yeah this yeah. is a real right. fucking relationship yeah how they're talking to one another how they're like these little sort of like actual caring maneuvers all over the place i was yeah. just like fuck that it's, is perfect it's mature love yeah it's absolutely brilliantly uh, yeah. represented and like and forster is such a was such a uh brilliantly open guy about everything that he ever like he is this sort of tough guy exterior in all of his movies he went through a lot of hardship yeah but he is he was you hear him talk about the work and he is one of the most generous open people about about uh, the process i've ever seen and it's just a it's a pleasure to pleasure to see him talk, and I'm really really I was sad that he was gone. He and my friend, uh, he invited me and my friend Dave over to eat at his table at Silver Spoon Restaurant. Not I know right. Silver Spoon. And, yeah, and it, it's gone now. Yeah, and it's uh, it's you know, it's replaced. So by, you met him? Yeah. No, I had oh, I had breakfast with him. Oh, yeah, that's so we had amazing. breakfast. Incredible story. He had, what's hysterical? It's like he I guess he ate breakfast at Silver Spoon like every day. It was just his joint. And, uh, my friend Dave lives in the area and I, would, uh, went, to bra- breakfast with him. And, uh, I we were just sitting there and this suddenly you hear this voice, which I instantly recognized. And he goes, Hey, uh, you there? What's, up, uh, can I ask you about your shirt? And I was like, uh, yeah. And I was wearing a shirt that said on the front, it said Schrodinger's cat is alive. On the back, it said Schrodinger's cat is dead. Right. Right. He's like, you know, I was just taking a quantum physics class. <laughs> Like a local community college. And he wanted to talk about quantum physics. He's just like, I'm really fascinated by the Schrodinger's cat problem. And we literally talked about this for like a half an hour. And then in the end of that, he's just like, because, you know, I'm an actor. And I'm like, I know who you are, (laughs) Mr. Forrester.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm an actor and I was in a science fiction movie a long time. ago. I was like, yes, I own it. (laughs) I was like, a very, very similar reaction to, I was at Gold's Gym and just, uh, was in part of the gym where uh, they have like a physiotherapy area, mm-hmm. and I'm sat there, and this dude's working on my knee, and I look over, and it's Ray Liotta.
4: Oh no! no wow! Uh, and
3: and he's like, and he's like talking to me, and he's like, what, "What part of England are you from?" You know, he's like, right. and we're just chatting, and he's like, uh, "You know, he's like, I'm an actor," and I'm like, "I'm well aware of who you are, <laughs> Mister Liotta." Lee- <laughs> 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 I may I'm have a watched a movie of yours last night. <laughs> just saying, yeah, oh just super nice dude. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, ho- I ho- uh, the I same thing f-
0: with James Khan at, at Golds. I had oh, James Khan awesome. was at Golds. I told you he taught a boxing class there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no way.
3: Crazy. <laughs> fucking James Yeah, time. that's so cool. <laughs> Heavily active on
1: Twitter, that guy. Very funny. Really? Yeah, it's real strange. He he's my like, dad's age. Yeah, he's tweeting like a crazy. Almost person. exactly my dad's age. So <laughs> no. he's
0: he's like eighty-two. 81, yeah. yeah, must be up there.
1: Your nice. dad's 81. Yeah. yeah, I tell you, like my dad's 88. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: nice job, well done, nice job. Well done. Yeah, no, I would. Uh, my my love for James Conn actually started not with Thief, as it probably should have, but with Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. I was bottle just gonna say, fucking Bottle Rocket, dude. He is so awesome in He's that awesome thing. He's awesome in that. film. And then I went back through his filmography, and that's when I that's when I discovered uh, Thief. Thief's really amazing. Yeah, it's just Tangerine really. Dream. Oh yeah! Oh man! I was on a Tangerine Dream kick because I, we I just rewatched uh, Sorcerer. Yeah, wow! Which is fucking a knockout. And I just bought
2: and risky business. And risky, yeah, business. risky business. Yeah, risky business. I just bought Near um, Dark.
1: Uh, Near Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just bought uh, uh 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 The Keep. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is but a massive movie. but It's bought, brilliant.
3: You bought the soundtrack or the movie? The movie. The movie. On uh, they, they just released it digitally. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it's like since nine bucks. when? Just like last week, I heard it, like I got an alert and I was like, Dink. I bought it." Blu-ray? You, uh, I don't know if it's on. Blu- it was definitely on streaming. Anyway, I, had, uh, I bought it on streaming. Okay, gotcha. And they have a new. uh It's I mean, it's still SD, but it's like they have the widescreen anyway. It's not like the old shitty. Such right? a
3: beautiful mess of a movie. It's a that mess, is. but man, it's a fucking awesome. Yeah, mess. it's Isn't really it? good. Yeah, like I
1: was, <laughs> we was, I was tweeting back and forth with uh, one of our one of our followers about like what we really need is, uh and anyone who loves the keep will understand this. We need a Molossar Funko Pop. Oh. I want to put that out in the, in the like we do. The, like Molossar is one of the great monsters of any movie ever and he's the monster in the keep and he also would make a very adorable little plastic what figurine. Is, what
3: does uh, Gabriel Burns say to him? He says, "Who are you?" He's "Who am I?" No, yeah. we're all what are you, or yeah, where maybe, are you from, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. I am, I am
1: from you. I am from you.
3: Yeah, Mollison, Mollis, It ah. just picks him up and just drains him of his life oh, force. Fucking great. Oh, if, I love if that If film. that movie
1: just were like 16% more complete, <laughs> it would be one of the great films of all well, time. Well,
3: apparently there's like a four and a half hour version <sighs> somewhere. I well, would kill
1: to see that movie.
3: You know, I think there's been petitions online where people are like, criterion edition, but as far as I'm aware, there's like, all sorts of um, licensing issues with the oh, music. Yeah, yeah, it's all tangled up. That's all tangled up. There's a, there was a Indiegogo for a documentary called World War II Fairy Tale or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. I and I donated ten bucks to this. Yeah, kind of yeah thing me about. too. I totally forgot and about that. Come, apparently that's yeah. supposed to be coming out. At some oh God point. bless him. God bless him. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: like because I'm a giant Michael Mann fan yeah. across the board. But in that, that usually gets listed as his worst picture. I'm just like i don't know man that thing is pretty fucking great yeah and every time i watch it it's like though the that shot when the um when the when the uh, one soldier holds the other soldier as he goes in through the yeah. little tube there and it pulls out from his I know, face scale and the scale of the shot uh, is just fucking and insane you just see that
3: thing just go and fly oh, up to them and you
1: just like you're like yeah it's fucking dead yeah <laughs>
3: It's amazing. It's amazing. So
1: good. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I was very, very pleased to see that. That's cool. Yeah, total Tangerine dream, a go-go for the past like three days. Very, very yeah, That's cool. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you here. It's been so, pleasure. No, a pleasure. Really,
3: uh, I, really I feel like this is the first of many. Yeah. No, Absolutely. Oh, my <laughs> yeah? God. I
1: think we can all say, please come back yeah, for yeah, any reason to. whatsoever. I'd love to. It's uh, fun. Thanks, guys.
0: I'm glad, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad I was able to convince you to come to this. No, oh, it's a blast. Absolutely
1: blast. Yeah. yeah. And, cool. and, uh, I I, Great you know, fun. I think we should do the horror movie first, but I do want to put dibs on you for the trip. A special sure. six-hour edition of the podcast. <laughs> we're talking it. about every line from this. Let's the trip do it. Because yeah,
0: so we need some comedies. We've
1: been doing a lot of serious stuff lately. It's true. It's true. It is really nice to have a guest back. I really think we. It, it's so. We're going to have
0: uh, Nicole next week. Oh, great! Excellent. Yeah, yeah. We're talking gonna about Zodiac, zodiac. not yeah. a comedy. <laughs> it's so- it's a beautiful thing. Hello, is a beautiful Zodiac. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, we'll have Nicole, and then I think there's a couple other guests that want to come on as well. So, but we—that's great. I don't mind having guests every week, and 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 Neil's welcome anytime. Thanks, yep. Thanks guys. No, absolutely uh, fantastic, man. Fantastic. You know who I also want to have back is Rob Rupel again. Oh, he's wonderful.
1: Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Because he loves the noir yeah, stuff. Yeah, real joy. That was real fun joy. Too. Uh, and uh, Ken Stachnik also an. Excellent, Ken wants yeah, to come back. Yeah, Ken. But great. to Come back. That, we would like to have Ken back. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite excellent. Hello, Ken. I know you're listening. I think you're Which working Which means out. that if we Happy start birthday. recording them as prolifically
0: as we do, we're, I'm going to have to start releasing them. Because if we do them every two weeks, we're going to have too much of a backlog.
1: There's never too much of a backlog. There's never too much of a backlog. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll we're, we're gearing up to have a big backlog.
1: <laughs> it's, no, it's going to be beautiful because it's going to be like car talk. You know, it's just like, like, you know, most of us will be dead and will be in, in <laughs> two 2037 and still coming out. Well, some people ones. have said
0: that they it they, they, they takes them like two weeks to get through one episode because they're so freaking long. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, uh,
1: well, like, I think we've gotten good feedback on, like, people like the fact that it's sort of ridiculous and <laughs> it goes on forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they, a, a friend of mine said, yeah, I work out. Uh, to uh, your podcast, and it takes me through the, all of my workouts throughout the entire week. Right, <laughs>
0: I'm like, no, oh, that's
1: that's sort of I yeah.
0: guess that's a compliment. The one we we put out <laughs> two weeks ago was hilarious because uh, it was supposed to be romantic comedies, and we did uh, Bridget Jones's Diary and Philadelphia Story. Mm-hmm. But we went for an hour and a half before it even started talking about the movie. Yeah, and we and we talked it. about politics. <laughs> we were just going off. Global oh, warming. My God. Yeah, like oh, just the, everything. It yeah. was the worst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we're just like you know. And what? then we said, all right, <laughs> we're starting from here. It's like, hey, we've already been going for an hour and a half. Like, I think
1: that we should actually open every episode with like just oh this is the stuff we cut out of the dialogue before we even started uh, the talk this week. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's true. It's mostly about stuff going on with Eric, though. That's true. That's true. That we can't talk about it. Now
1: we will be able to talk about it at some point. We're on this big gold yacht Exactly <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a nice time Off of uh, Santa Monica and Just watching the sun As go long
2: down. as we don't have uh, Chris's hatred
1: No See, the no, I, did, we, did we, we solved that problem My hatred stuff.
0: is what gets shit made <laughs> 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 This is true There
1: it is It's, fine, it's, fine. it's not true I'm That's not a hateful frank. person
0: I am not a hateful person No
1: You're a lovely person uh, Thank you We are were, we were all lovely people It was a good night yeah. It was
2: a good yeah. podcast I,
1: I like this podcast. Four stars. Rated <laughs> on on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Four. How many stars? Whatever. As many as they. As have. many 12 as 12 they have. have And I'm gonna stars.
2: watch that movie. Whisper when you're nearby.
1: <laughs> yes. Whisper. Shout if you see someone. Yes. Uh, whisper a, before you a back color up. Video, video film. Another great from classic. 2007. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you can reach us at, uh, on Twitter, you can reach us at Martini Giant. Yep. Um, you can, uh, uh, follow us on Instagram at Martini underscore giant fucking underscore giant <laughs> yeah. again. Yes. Whoever is out there that holds that, holds that address, we're coming to your house. Yes. Uh, and you can also mail us and please mail us with any suggestions you have, any movies you'd like us to cover, uh, at podcast.
0: Uh, at, at Martini Martini Giant. Giant. com, and go to our website com, where there's a lots of extra content specifically lots of great shots of all the movies we talked about where we are inserted into those movies
1: yes and also someone just figured out and uh, and tweeted us that they figured it out these things are also now sliders so you can see the original frame as well as oh the, i put those yes, in yeah, yeah, yeah i could put yeah, more really in. pretty fun and eric does a bazillion beautiful
0: Oh, this is what you week. know. People, we were talked about how people go in their basement and like to paint. What Eric likes to do is he sits down at the end of the day and uh, puts us into movies. Yes, and which he is does awesome. A brilliant
1: job. Well, you see the Lenny stuff, which is what I love about the art.
0: Lenny stuff. Which is going to come out later yeah. when the Lenny episode comes out? But uh, he changed the subtitles, and that was amazing. Yeah, that, that was the brilliant. That's, some, that's some brilliant. That stuff. was really brilliant. Really brilliant. Um, I made fun of Titanic too. Yeah, you so
1: did. I'm gonna weather it. I'm just gonna weather it because it's all worth it for when Chris watches it and then cries for an hour and apologizes to everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was so wrong. You're gonna be like. You're gonna be like. Uh, you're gonna be like uh, uh, the 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 girl in. Uh, I know the movie. What am I quoting? I was so wrong. What's the alien? No, Prometheus. Prometheus. You're gonna. That's it. I'm gonna play that clip as you watch Titanic. <laughs> Long way to get
0: there, but I'm still correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Alright guys, ready to do this? That's just it. Drink, talk, drink. drink.